Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Bell Tower, this is the Break the Bell podcast. Good morning. Is it morning? It is not morning. It's wow, not it's been a long day. Hello, beautiful bell breakers. Oh. I'm also mostly here. You, you are somewhere. I'm not <laughs> sure I, what's I, going mostly, on. Mostly, mostly. I guess. Um, it is evening, just in case you were wondering <laughs> if he threw you off that much. It is definitely the evening time. I was testing. It was a test. I got gotcha. you. Let me get my volumes really loud for some reason. I don't right. want to blow people's eardrums out, so we'll kick it down a, a notch. We are live once again because that's what we like to do, and we yes. hope you are listening. It is a little bit later in the evening than what we typically do because yeah. today we are graced with a guest appearance from the Lions of Liberty legend, Mark Clare. He's going to come on. He he piqued my interest with some uh, some stuff going on with Joe Biden. Yeah. And, like, we have all this, like, weird weird things going on in the news with Joe Biden. And um, he started messaging me personally in, in a chat group. And I was like, hey, uh, elaborate on that. And he's like, I'll do it in podcast form. I was like, well, shit, come on the show. Awesome. So we're going to get him on here in the next couple minutes as soon as we're done doing our intro, our daily business here. Yes. Before we get into anything, we have to obviously, obviously get into our uh, coffee fix of freedom. Yes. yes, because that's that's what we do first and foremost here. Foremost, yeah, because um, I love coffee. You're, I'm, I'm getting you there. I, I'm convincing you. I, you're, I feel you're like you're working I am. on it. You're working on it. And I, I love I, like I love freedom. Yeah. I love freedom of speech specifically. If you like freedom of speech as much as you like coffee, or if you like coffee as much as you like freedom of speech, check out Run Your Mouth Coffee because they're promoters of both. Yes. Um, like I say every week, um, our official coffee of the Break the Bell podcast is Run Your Mouth Coffee at rymcoffee.com. Um, check them out. They... Uh, are a small business that promotes free speech, and so we promote them, we support them, and we drink their coffee. Go to rymcoffee.com and enter the promo code. Tell them we sent you by entering the promo code Break the Bell. Get ten percent off of your order and free shipping. Yes, I am about due for a new shipment. Mine is like you are really you, empty here. And, and since you've been sharing, I should. I'm, I think I'll go in on with you. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to get so. a, get some more. We'll yeah. we'll Can, try do a different you have a subscription. Kind. I, I don't know if they have a subscription base. I'll have to hit them up. That'd be that'd yeah. be cool. Like coffee be. of the month, right? Right. Um, or or like a sampler, a little right. sampler, yeah. because like I said, this one is the single origin, aged thirty days in a bourbon barrel. This is called Rebellion Beans. I love I like this. It. This shit's delicious. I like it too. Yeah, it's got um, really good taste. I haven't tried the other kinds, but there's a whole slew of other kinds there. Like I said, check them out at rymcoffee.com. Promo code Break the Bell. Coffee fix is over. Yes. Let's let's move on. How's it going, Bill? How how's your uh, week been? You said it's, it's been, been a long week, and it's well, Monday. Well, I know. I know. Well, I w- w- was up really late last night, and I was up really early this morning. Yeah, so. it always it always disturbs me when I get it, wake up at like six thirty, and I see yes. that you've messaged me at like three in the morning. Right, it says yeah. like <laughs> message from Bill three hours ago. It's like, well, yeah. shit, he was up late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, to me, sleep is 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 a waste of time. Sleep so. is for the weak. That's right. You sleep when you die. Exactly. So. And I'm not about to practice that just yet. So no. um, I am not going to sleep any more than I have to. Yes. So, and I'll help you with that. So, um, like I said, we, we've been seeing all the stuff going on with Biden in the news. Um, yeah. A few things in particular that 
I don't know if we're going to get to all these things, but the whole thing with him falling up the stairs. Yeah, that was bizarre. It was bizarre, and there's so many. They're making like weird excuses for it. Yeah, right. Like the wind. It was the wind. He said that, or that was like his deputy that said it was the wind. Then our favorite Jen Pisaki (laughs) Pisaki said it was the tricky stairs. I I I don't know. The same stairs every president's had. (laughs) The only other president who's had problems with them is Gerald Ford back in the seventies. Yeah, right. And we'll we'll get more into that if we get time. Uh, depending on how much time Mark Claire wants to give us, um, we'll have to dig into some yeah. of this other stuff. The, the oddest thing of it was nobody helped the guy. We, right, right, exactly. Yeah. That, and like I said, we'll get into that because I thought that was bizarre yeah. too. Like he's falling all over himself right. up the stairs and nobody's yeah. bothering to get and up. you think by the second time somebody would have been up there and be like, oh, Mr. President, are you okay? <laughs> right. I, mean, I, I help nothing. anybody that Absolutely falls nothing. upstairs. Right, no kidding. Even if it's somebody you hate. Let alone an 80-year-old Even if somebody president. pushed up the stairs, right. I usually yeah. help them up. Right. Um, the other thing, which is the one that actually sparked the conversation with me and Mark, was the whole weird microphone illusion. Right. Yeah, that was like, bizarre. It looks like a green screen effect or an optical illusion yeah. or or something. There was just kind of a a lighthearted debate going back and forth in a chat group, and Mark said some stuff about what his opinion is on that whole issue, and I'm just like, dude we need to talk about this because yeah. you're waking up my crazy side that hasn't been woke up in a while. Right. So he's he's going to be here in just the next couple of minutes. I, I'll give him another five minutes. He said he needed to stuff his face with pizza before. That um, is a noble goal. It is. Well, from what it sounds like, he's been doing a marathon of podcasting today. Oh, no, so, gotcha. Um, it is kind of an honor that he's giving us his time. Yeah. I mean, it's nice, nice of him to take extra time yeah. out of his day and, and after. he's a uh, break the bell virgin i mean he has yeah, not we, been, we have uh, not had him on yet um, no, we've had remzo we've had remzo he's a couple not, times he's not lines of liberty but he's friends with them we've yes. had john odermatt who is lines yes. of liberty we've had several of them. i've yeah. been trying to get mark on okay okay for like three months and finally i got him so nice. um we'll, we'll see where he's at um we got a few more things to discuss before we get into the intro video and pull him up um make sure you check us out all over social media. I found out, I'm finding out how much I hate social media. The more yeah. we stretch ourselves across them, because of this whole social media purge that's going on, we stretch ourselves across yes. so many. But then when it comes to things like this live stream, where it's like, all right, I got to post a link to the video. I'm going and posting like probably yeah. 15 different links on <laughs> every week. Your your line of cursing social media grows. <laughs> it is. It's, it's like, like son of a bitch, fuck stupid you, Twitter, ass, mother. Fuck you, Facebook. <laughs> not you're I'm not. I'm sitting over here. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, you're not wrong. It's like Bill, get on and share the shit because I'm tired of this. No, um, check us out on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Uh, we're on MeWe. We're on Parlor. Thank God it's been revived. It hasn't been the same though, it's not but the it's same, revived. Right. And it's we are, like castrated. Yeah. Power. Right. And we are on the new up and coming uh antinewslive.com social media platform, which was started by Dance Master, the system is down, who happens to be my brother. So shameless plug for him. Shame. Um he helps us out, we help him out, and the fact that he's starting a free speech kind of social media platform, uncensored. Again, we well, support free speech in any form. Yep. If you support free speech, support companies that support free speech, like Run Your Mouth Coffee, like AntiNewsLive.com, things like that. I don't like to be censored in my speech. I'm not a dick for the most part. Don't be a dick. That's the that's really the only yeah. um, 
rule on his yeah. social media platform. So that's, that's like that's like the next that's would be like the bronze rule, not really the golden rule, but kind of the bronze <laughs> yeah. rule. Don't, don't the brown be a rule. Dick. The brown rule. The brown rule. <laughs> so yeah, check that out. Um, like I said, check us out. Share us around. Give us a thumbs up, a like, whatever YouTube allows you to do. Um, yeah. Give that thumbs up, like, subscribe, all that stuff because Smiley that helps face. us out. Um, take that time right now to do it. Do it right now. Don't stop. Don't hesitate. Do it now. Give us a like. Let's get this thing moving forward. Keep yeah. the ball rolling. Um, that way we can do bigger and better things. I feel yes. like we've been doing bigger and better yeah, things lately. We've been rolling, yeah. Yeah, we've expanded a bit. Yeah. So you want us to keep expanding? Go help us out by sharing us around with all your friends. That's the best thing you can do. As we say every episode, you're a number one sponsor. Pat yourself on the back for that because um uh, as our outro says, without you, we're just talking to ourselves. And, right. I mean, we're okay with that, but yeah. we like to talk to people. Absolutely. We prefer you to, to talk back. Absolutely. So we're going to get into this intro if you're ready, and then we're going to get Mark Claire on the line and let's do see it. where this goes. I have no idea where this is going to go. I'm so excited. Let's get this rolling right now. What did you say? You talking to me? What, what the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you saying? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Did you just say? What did you say? You listen to me. Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? All right, we are back, and we have Mr. Claire on the line here. This is Mark Claire, the legend of the Lions of Liberty podcast. Mark, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Um, Mr. Claire is my father. Okay. <laughs> so what do we call you? <laughs> but the legendary. The legendary. Legendary Mark Lion of Liberty, Mark Claire. I know it's long. I know it's a lot. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, what I. That's, that's what actually I what I guessed because that's what I've been calling you all over. Let me see if I can pull your face up so people can see you. There you are. Um, I've been calling you all over all the the social media that. So good guess, I guess you are the legendary Mark Claire. Um, nobody. I mean, you ask all your guests this on your show. You tell your guests this. Um, so I don't know if anybody's told you this. Uh, Mark, are you ready to roar? <laughs> Craig, I'm ready to roar. <laughs> All right. Um, Mark, why don't you tell us just a little bit about yourself and about your show? Because I know a lot of our listeners listen to you, too, but we have quite a few that probably haven't heard of you. So just give us a little refresher on who the legendary Lines of Liberty Mark Claire is. 
I mean, I have a 30 second version or a four hour version. <laughs> you have to choose one or the other. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, there's probably a middle ground I can find somewhere. But uh, sounds yes, good. I am. Uh, I'm the host of the flagship Lions of Liberty podcast. I say flagship because we have three separate shows with three separate hosts. We have Brian McWilliams who does a bang up job on Wednesdays with Electric Liberty Land. Look at a comedy culture, current events. John Odermatt wraps things up uh, with felony. Oh, I, I still I forget because he recently <laughs> rebranded right. with Finding Freedom on Thursdays. Uh, but I have been doing this for almost eight years now, hosting the flagship show. I founded the podcast. Uh, the overall umbrella Lions of Liberty organization uh, was founded by myself, uh, Brian, John, and another friend of ours. Uh, even even before we had podcasts, we were just uh, basically Ron Paul propagandists, I guess you could say. We mm-hmm. got really excited by the 2007-2008 Ron Paul campaign and just wanted to do something. So, you know, Brian and I went out actually canvassing for Dr. Paul for his presidential campaign out here in Los Angeles, California. That was an interesting experience in and of itself. But uh, we eventually started the Lions Liberty website. We're all from Penn State. That's where the lion comes from. And uh, we, you know, we wrote a bunch of articles. First, first, like I said, mostly as Ron Paul propaganda. It's just kind of covering his campaign, commenting on things, uh, spreading the good word, if you will. Eventually, we got more. Once those that campaign died down, we got more into, you know, just talking about libertarian philosophy, uh, breaking down, you know, different subjects from the sort of anarcho-capitalist point of view. And uh, eventually, one day, I just was this might be hard to believe right now uh i was searching for libertarian podcasts and i couldn't find any uh i know that's not a problem anyone listening to them today would ever experience yeah but i really couldn't uh i mean there were some that were kind of sporadic like lou rockwell had he would put out an interview once in a while but when you're a podcast listener and you want to show up and you want to open that app and you want to see the the podcast you're looking for drop at the time you expect them to drop on a regular basis and you want to keep coming back and there was nothing like that for me where i i really could tune into i wanted to tune in every week and hear a libertarian talking about their story how they got where they were yada 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 so it didn't exist so i just created it so that's nice. that's the short version of, of Lions of Liberty. Again, there's a four-hour version, a 20-hour version, et cetera, et cetera. But right. that, that's the short end of it. Of course, uh, you've had my co-host, Remzo Martinez, on this show before. Uh, I do the Second Print Comics podcast with him because, my gosh, when you're this embroiled in politics and all of that all the time, like we are, uh, you need a break. So I also yep. decided to create, create my own break from things because if I didn't give myself a project that forced me to go read and, and, and you know, watch – I mean, <clears throat> the fact that I, I, I had – had to make myself watch the Snyder Cut this weekend. Not not that I wanted to force myself. I really wanted to see it, but there was no way I wasn't going to because my gosh, I have fans that are going to want my opinion, so I have right. to do it now. Uh, I, I have to watch Falcon and Winter Soldier so I can go talk about it. You're force, uh, so it, forcing yourself to have leisure time. <laughs> exactly, that's sad and that is true. Because if I didn't force myself to have leisure time, I would just be doing this political stuff all the time. So I, I literally had to create another podcast just so I would do other things. That's what I was going to say. You had to create a side job of leisure time just to make yourself have leisure time. Yeah. That's how I'm same insane I am is that I can't have actual leisure time in, unless I create a job for it. Well, that's, that that seemed to be the libertarian way. If you can't find it, you make make it happen. Same like you said with your Lions Liberty podcast, like you said with your I guess leisure time, um you you make it happen. You you make what you want to happen because nobody's going to do it for you, I guess. So Damn skippy. Absolutely. So it's yeah, good man. to have you on. I've been trying to get you on for about three, four months now, and it just has not worked out. So um, I'm glad it worked out this week. 
And this is the best way to get me on, to get me when I'm talking about something and then be like, can you just do it this Monday? And then I go, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, I guess I can. Yeah, I, I, I guess that works. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, I try to bait people like that. I mean, it might might not feel like it, you, but I, I was definitely trying to bait you into it, just so you know. <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah, that's, that, so that's what that was. So um, we kind of prefaced a little in the intro. I'm, I have no idea. I have a kind of an idea where you're going to go with this, but... I have no idea where it's going to take off because um, the message you, you left me. You have no idea. Guess what? I don't either. <laughs> I never know where I'm going to go with things. That's that's the fun of it. Well, that, that's yeah. That's the beauty of podcasts. You can just start talking and it'll go any any direction. But this started with the whole video of Joe Biden um, and the microphones, the weird optical illusion, as some people are calling it, the green screen effect, as the, some people the are matrix calling. The matrix glitch. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mark, this is Bill. You can't see him because we don't like to show our guests him because we want our guests to come back on our show. Um, so this is Bill Filter. He's my co-host. I don't Hi, know. Mark. Hi, Bill. I'm yeah. not. Bill's a comics fan, so he's already higher up in That's... my eyes than you are. Uh, oh, okay, good. <laughs> I don't even uh, need to see him to respect him. <laughs> I forgot he was he was part of your uh, comic herd over there. So, um, but like I said, this started with the whole Joe Biden optical illusion and. I, you were, or was it a technical glitch? Or was it a glitch, technical glitch, right. a green screen effect? Who knows? Like, um, it started out. It was just a conversation in uh, a chat group that we're we're all part of, and Chris Bangle was in it. And you guys were kind of spatting back and forth, him saying it was just a bunch of nothing, and how he can reproduce this um, with a high tech camera. I guess I'm I'm not a video editor. I don't know all this stuff, so I'm just entertaining myself reading you guys' conversation and then you brought up some stuff that sparked my interest of how this is something way deeper um I, i'm assuming everybody's seen the video i don't have it pulled up because i like to get as few copyright strikes as possible on this podcast so um if you haven't seen the video uh go check it out i'll post the links in the show notes it's the one where joe biden is walking down the sidewalk talking towards to the reporters and he walks up and there's all these huge mic microphones with the big fuzzy covers on them that are in the camera's like lower shot, and he leans forward and somehow his tiny hands go in front of the gigantic microphones, and um, that sparked conspiracy theories. That sparked um, people debunking conspiracy theories. I even saw a video where a guy was supposedly like recreated it, and it's, he's like, "See," and so you can see clearly how this can this illusion can happen. And right. watching that video, I'm like, that's freaking witchcraft right there, too. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I don't clearly see anything. So um, go ahead and just just give us a little rundown on what you think, because, like I said, I I have no idea where you're going with this. Good. Excellent. Me neither. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> um, so I, I will say when I... Okay. I, where should I go? I have so many directions, man. So I don't... Ultimately, I don't think it matters. <clears throat> whether it was green screen or not to, to really get to the points I, I eventually want to make. But I guess we can start with that. Okay. Um, and, and, but it's like the reaction you get is, it's just so indicative of, of all political discourse right now, because nobody that was responding about whether it was green screen or whether there was a technical glitch or an optical illusion, hardly, I shouldn't say nobody, but hardly anybody responding about it, at least those that were decrying everyone who questioned it as a conspiracy theorist, 
knew what they were talking about or cared to know what they were talking about and would have said the same thing no matter what, right. <laughs> even right. if it's fake or not. Yeah. So it's kind of almost even irrelevant. I guess it's relevant to just the fact of, like, why would they do something like that? I guess that's, like, a curiosity, I suppose. Um, I, I will say at this point, I I'm somewhat agnostic on whether there's fakery in it, mm -hmm. but I'm still lean towards... I feel something strange about it. And that's just a gut thing. And, but when you, people would ask, well, why would they do that? Well, that, that's the, that's the area I'm more, more interested in. Mm -hmm. um, because obviously there's no, there's no technical reason to, um, I, I don't think Joe Biden was standing on a green screen background. Like I, if that's what people are trying to say, I think that right. but that's like part of the debunks that I always see is whenever you see debunks about things, they're almost always debunking, not what a claim is. Like I, I, my claim, if anything, it would seem to me, and yes, I've, I think I've seen the video you're talking about where they kind of show you how you could see the same effect with the dead cat uh, on the boom mic. I didn't see the and, dead cat, but that sounds even more interesting to me. <laughs> no, but that's what they call the. the oh, it's gotcha. Like, it's like what they call the thing on the end of that boom mic. Gotcha. Oh, okay. like, uh, I thought you were calling Joe Biden a dead cat. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> basically. That's not, not a bad new name for him, actually. <laughs> dead cat Biden. <laughs> dead cat Joey. Um, but. Yes, it's possible. I I still feel like it. It, it to, to my gut, it it felt strange to me. It still feels yeah. strange to me, even knowing that you can recreate that. It didn't to me. The, the the recreation video did not look like a recreation of it. It looked like a recreation of one of the effects, where his, his hand kind of goes through it. But to me, it looked very very different. Now it is possible that that's a, something weird with the optical, you know, an optical illusion based on the distance up that he was to the mics and the camera. It looks strange to me. But either way. What the first thing that they tell you is that your eyes are lying, your eyes are conspiracy theorists, and and I remember seeing like an, a Newsweek article like later that day, and the the interesting thing about the Newsweek article is it a couple things. One, it says it says well what what is known to be either a technical glitch or an optical illusion. And it, we'll stop right there. Those are completely different fucking things. Right. right a technical right. glitch is a is an issue, like a, a problem that went awry in production, and that could have happened. Uh, it, it could have happened on a, if there were a green screen. It could have happened in compression of video. Like a glitch could could be a lot of things. An optical illusion is something entirely different. Right. <laughs> Where like there is some kind of visual whatever. But but if you're if you're the debunking article, shouldn't you know which one it is? Right, no, there's nothing. Right. There's nothing in there about that. what's known to be something or something completely different. Right. <laughs> like, how can yeah. you say it's known to be something and then just give two completely different explanations at the same time with, uh, while trying to explain it? Right, right. Yeah, the uh, yeah the the building was uh, was left in shambles from either a uh, a, a meteor strike. Or an arsonist. Um, I guess the result is the same, but let's not act like a meteor strike and an arsonist are the same act or the same right, thing. Right. So if you were trying to debunk someone that said, you know, you know, uh, I saw uh, some the FBI come in and blow up this building, and this article was like, no, no, the FBI didn't blow up the building because what really happened was either a meteorite or uh, you know a random arsonist. You're like, well, that's your debu your debunk was to present two separate. Theories. Clearly, that's clearly, it's one that's or the not other. Not what debunking yeah. is. It's actually unbunking. That's actually just telling me there's something very strange going on here. Um, but and you, people might say, why would they do this? Well, maybe they didn't do anything. I'm totally open to that. 
but let's just say they did. If if anything, what I th- what I felt from the video was that there was and these mics were fake, like fakely inserted. Mm-hmm. And what I could I could see something I could envision, perhaps somewhere down the line, it being admitted that yes, in fact, Joe Biden was not in front of reporters, not just here, but many times mm-hmm. because they were so concerned about COVID and and getting the president ill that he was that he kept distance from reporters and he never let right. reporters around him. Sure. And maybe this has been going on the whole time, but for national security reasons, these reporters are sworn to secrecy or something of right. this nature and everyone agrees and maybe we'll all know later and it'll all be obvious later uh, that, that's a yeah. uh, i don't know a reasonable possibility of something that that would be a reason mm-hmm. um i don't know um but maybe nothing happened it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because either way the the comment sections and the articles are just so revealing in the way that they speak about it well uh, because it, yeah. Before you get to the comment section, that article, the Newsweek article you were talking about, the the part that got to me was when it said, yeah. "While the incident did not trouble too many blue t- tick yeah. Twitter users, yeah. yes, exactly. like like that, they're the, the voice of reason. Right. If you have a blue tick or a blue check mark next to your name, you are the mm-hmm. voice of reason, and everybody has to take what you say as the truth. Because obviously, if you have a blue tick, everything you say is from God. Right. Yep." If you have a blue tick, it means Twitter has verified you. So that means you're a legitimate something, whether you're a journalist or a somebody else or whatever you are, a commentator or just somebody a that comedian? Has, happens to have a blue right. tick next to their name. Like there are actually people in the Libertarian Party that like if I guess if you run for office, you can just get a blue check. There's people that have like 200 <laughs> followers that have blue checks. And I'm like, what are you kidding me? And these are these things. These are the, the voice of reason that that's the standard we are going with is this blue tick from somebody that has no, no, probably fewer followers than you and no more followers than us. So yes. it, it's interesting that they're creating yeah, the, gatekeepers. The fact that, that is put out as a as a metric at all it's just so telling to the way that information is being filtered to us in the in the digital age and uh you know the mystical age if you will whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um but either way i never the only thing the only thing close i ever saw to someone trying to explain it in an actual way of addressing the thing in the video, not just calling everyone conspiracy theorists and saying it's obviously an optical illusion or a technical glitch, whichever one, <laughs> um, was that one video that I think you're – I don't know if it's the same one, but it was like – I think it was like a British guy who was trying to kind of recreate the effect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it was And that was fine. I, th- I appreciate his attempt to do that. For me, visually, what he did was not is, is didn't look weird to me. But what the Joe Biden video did look weird to me. So whatever, it's a gut thing. I can't prove it one way or the other. Yeah. I don't think he's I don't think he's walking on fake grass or that he's behind a green screen though. That yeah. I think that's that's the thing. I, I, if anything, I think the microphones were uh, the other layer there. Um, right. But who knows? I guess we'll never know. The Twitter blue checked journalist said he was there, standing you know four feet from Biden and. I don't know. It doesn't sound like he was social distancing, I guess. And you know, he saw him right there above the thing. So whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it's this. It's the response in the comments section where you, where you start to realize that th- these these incidents like this, whether it's about a Joe Biden on a green screen or whether it's about somebody saying something or, or whether it's about what really anything. Anytime it's about what really happened at any kind of political event, it doesn't matter what really happened because the comment section is going to be exactly the same. And it's all gonna it's gonna call anybody questioning an official narrative conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist, conspiracy theorist. Yep. And then anyone yeah, and then there the other side of that is the who's who you believe, who you trust, and now who you're supposed to trust is CNN, um 
fact checkers on Twitter and Facebook and then anyone with a blue check. And if you're not any of that, then you're probably suspect. And right. we should probably be we should probably just lump you all in with conspiracy theorists. And while we're at it, we might as well put that in there with white supremacy, Republican, MAGA, uh, basically everybody else right. <laughs> is, right. is right. now in that category. Yeah. Yeah. If you question the official at all in any way, shape or form, you are um, a letter of the alphabet conspiracy theorist, uh, a letter that we can't even say without getting kicked off of social media, without getting kicked you off YouTube. Can I say it? Can I say it? Can none of us say it? I, I don't know if we can. I, I'll say it. You're right. a Q well, conspiracy. Well, my brother comes on and the first thing he says is uh, Q, QAnon. So he tries getting me kicked off every time he comes on. So um, your brother that you stole the newspaper background from? Is I did not steal about? the newspaper background <laughs> from him. <laughs> That is bullshit. I was not prompted to say that at all. <laughs> oh, of course not. <laughs> um, no. Um, anyway, you derailed me, damn it. That's fake anyway. Everyone knows the man didn't land on the moon, so I know that's it, it, It's true. It's Definitely. obviously true. So, uh, <laughs> anyway. Well, it's actually a pretty good microcosm of this same thing that we're talking about. The well, moon they, they, they actually threw that out there, like the people, the blue tick. Yeah, Twitter users comment section would say, mm -hmm. "Well, this is just the uh, the moon landing faked conspiracy theorists uh, coming up with a new story." First of yeah. all, Joe Biden having a green screen in front of a microphone is nothing in comparison <laughs> to the yeah. freaking moon that's landing. Actually, not even close. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't even know how you could compare the two. But that's one the would level just question whether he for. saw some reporters in person. The other would question the entire existence of space and the space program. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. A bit of, and a the agenda behind it and the money that funneled into it. Yeah, these are apples and oranges different here. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting that that you brought that up. That they are just lumping that all together as oh these these conspiracy theorists say this thing it's not even really conspiracy theorists it's just this looks freaking weird this right. looks strange and the fact that people are getting shut down and called idiots for just even questioning the fact that hey this kind of looks weird right i mean that says a lot in itself it's just like well you, well you can't say anything against the narrative it right. all the way down to something as minor as was a microphone there or was a microphone not there yeah. Yeah. And it's like I don't know. I've I've worked with green screens, I've worked in television to to me at at first, at least especially my first glance I was like, "Whoa, what? This is totally not right." But I I don't know. I've talked to a number of people that work in the television industry that you know that just what they thought of it. It's honestly like 50-50. Like half of them think now that's that's obviously like it's, it's probably just this illusion type thing and yeah, I, it's just a visual trick. And then others think, no, this definitely looks weird. And I'm in the camp that still thinks it looks really weird. Yeah. It can be explained away by a number of things. Yes, it can. And I'm open to the fact that maybe it is just one of those things. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm still not going to act like I don't think it feels weird because it right. still feels weird. But, yeah. it, but again, this ain't really, the point of it isn't whether or not Biden is there or not. That's, I mean, that's such a minor, minor conversation. It's not even debatable, right. really. Um, because it, who cares? Right. Why it doesn't why matter. Does it matter? Uh, but from conversations I've had with you, you think there's something much deeper to this that goes way beyond whether or not he was there or not. And it comes down to this whole like conspiracy theory stuff and like getting shut down and, and things like that. Um, just why don't you go into that a little bit and explain that away a little bit? Yeah, I'd call it like running the test. 
You know, they, it, something is put out there, whether it was intentionally done or whether it is a weird thing that happened and now we're going to amplify it, knowing that people are going to see this and think it's weird, one or the other. Uh, and then that kind of, you know, it, it, we have to realize our in, we really are living in the panopticon right mm. now. This is not a dystopian future. It is a dystopian present. Mm. We are watched. Everything we do is watched through and, and through through our vol the things we do voluntarily. I have a phone right here that is listening and watching me at all times. Uh, I, I have this voluntarily, so I, I, I'm not even complaining. It, it is just the, the fact of what is the trade-off. Life is all trade-offs, and for the most part, we have traded privacy for convenience. Absolutely. Um, and I am a part of it, so yeah. who, am I, who am I to complain about it? Uh, except here I come to complain about it. But, <laughs> but, um, uh, so we have to realize that everything is dictated by algorithms now, especially, like, there's not a guy that's sitting in a room that's, like, you know, taking down tweets and unfollowing accounts. No, this is all AI. This is all programs that are filtering information, uh, storing information, recording our habits, recording what makes us angry, what makes us sad, what makes us happy. Uh, this is all just data dump. And then the data can later be pulled out and used for whatever to build certain profiles uh, on people. But but the algorithms are doing that too, because we know the NSA sucks up all this data. And you're damn right that the government is building profiles on everybody. Mm -hmm. And maybe they don't really have a file that says Craig Smolt in it that they open up and they see the oh, screenshot they and they see they your stolen background. That's, that's probably not how it works. But 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 the the ability to quickly create that file certainly is there yeah. uh, on all of us. Uh, that you know it doesn't matter if I'm innocent. I've never done anything wrong. Whether you did anything wrong, first of all, you've all done something wrong because three felonies a day. It's a book with the title for a reason because we all commit three felonies a day on average because the, the legal system is so complex that it's almost impossible to go through daily life in the United States without committing felonies daily. So, we got this uh, so sweet setup in they here. can get you on anything because you're all doing something because we're just moving around in this matrix of laws that it's it's nearly impossible not not to break a law just by just by merely existing. Uh, so we're surrounded by things that are sucking up our data, uh, creating profiles about us. And I firmly believe that whether something is green screen or not green screen or technical glitch or an optical illusion, it doesn't matter. It's an opportunity for these algorithms to catch more data and in their and it's net and see, oh, who jumps into, who, who do we got? Who's already brainwashed and buying everything? Because that's who immediately re responds and, and puts out the word conspiracy theorist immediately. I mean, I saw people and it's the, it's just like, I can predict who's going to say this. So if, if I can predict it, you're goddamn right. The algorithms could predict it by now. Right. Uh, I can predict who's going to be saying the phrase conspiracy theorist within moments. Yeah. Um, so I, I really think there are certain things that are sent out that have no actual meaning behind them. Like there's no reason for them to do, to fake something or not fake something with a microphone. There really isn't, unless they really are just hiding him in a basement and they, he doesn't want to interact with reporters. That's the only like, and I guess reasonable reason I can think of yeah. that they might fake something like that. Right. Or um, they don't want him to talk and open his mouth and look like a that. idiot. Right. Yeah, I was trying to go like least conspiracy no, as no, possible no. just no, for the normies we, out we there. We decided to blow that up. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've thrown that out there many times. You didn't really yeah. fall up the stairs. What normies are listening to this anyway? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're normie, you're probably in the wrong spot. So You found the wrong You found the wrong place. Yep. Uh, NPR is next door. <laughs> exactly. They have the full story about this. It's actually they reported that it, they were the first to report that it was either a technical glitch or an optical illusion. And they were. The other. it was verified by Blue Tick Twitter users. So. Yeah. Go over there if you want to hear the normal story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, I do think that there is 
it's just another attempt, or maybe it's by circumstance, but it's another method by which data can be captured in order to categorize us in certain ways that you know may or may not be used against us in a court of law or otherwise uh, sure. in the future. And I, I think we can see it, it may seem like, oh, that's so innocent at first. But now, especially now, like they are proposing legislation that, uh, you know, this is all comes down to that thing at the Capitol right now where they're proposing legislation. And, try, you know, there's there's going to be some some sort of domestic type Patriot Act on yeah, the way. Right. Uh, yes, they're. They have the talking heads in the media talking about the need for it. Guess what? The PR campaign has begun, yeah. and it's going to happen. And yeah. they have – I mean, it's, I mean, even 12 years ago when I was just a Ron Paul guy, I remember seeing reports from the Department of Homeland Security that came out where they would say, here's some things to look at for someone that might be a domestic terrorist. And one of those things was a Ron Paul support or wow. head of the Fed. or I mean, so right. this is not even new. Yeah. Right. But you're, you're damn right that if you are someone who – is going to question the official narrative, whether it's on COVID-19 or whether it's on a microphone in a video, you're being categorized and you're being categorized in the conspiracy camp. And now the conspiracy camp is only a hop skip away from the QAnon to the insurrection to the whatever. It's all it's tying us all together <laughs> into little categories that we can be put into. And when you can be easily put into these categories, next thing you know, what was once an innocent thing to call someone like conspiracy theorists is literally the same as accusing them of being a terrorist. Yeah. And once you're accused of terrorism, well, you know, good luck the, coming the way these laws are written, right. the, the accusation is enough. We even know from from Obama's um, Obama's 2012 NDAA, uh, if you are a terrorist or engaged in combat. You don't have rights, and you can be permanently taken away without being read or Miranda rights, without being arrested, yeah. and you can never be seen again. Right. And that's perfectly legal. Yeah, so this, this is, is where we are. It's all part of it's all part of a bigger picture. That if you've been really paying attention the last twelve or fifteen years, it's incredibly obvious. Uh, mm -hmm. If you haven't been paying attention and you've been avoiding this this reality that we live in, well, you're probably not listening to this show anyway. So right, right. exactly. Yeah. So, so what I'm you're saying? Talk to you. So what what you're saying is little minor things like this that pe get people talking are basically ways to calibrate the algorithms to like right. hone in on people's sure. responses whether, and things like whether that. Whether intentional or not, that's what they become. Right. Mm -hmm. So so from um, conversations I've had from you, things that get talked about this much, whether it's major or minor, are never an accident. It's never an accident that people. It could be an accident that it happened, but I don't think it's an accident that the Hill tweets it out and, you know, make sure we all see it. And, I, I, you know, I, I there's a reason that clip is trending like, right. before it even before it was even a green screen. It was just a clip about his comment, but he didn't really make much of a comment. So, like, I, yeah, I don't I don't think these things are accidental. And then, of course, the algorithms, once they're being chattered about, the algorithms do push them up. Uh, I don't know organically if you want to call it that but that's, that's I don't how think, they're written i don't so think most do that. i don't think most things that end up trending anymore are organically trending i, I no, really no. don't because you see stories like we'll pull up stories weeks later like a link from another article we're going into we'll we'll click on that link and it'll be the story that it's something major that happened in the news oh. it's like where the hell did this come from asian hate yeah like asian hate how it's been a thing yeah. for the last year now I never. Maybe it's just because we're straight white males, I guess. Well, at least me and Bill are. I'm assuming you are. <laughs> I'm not going to make assumptions yeah. of your gender, um, you, or race. You got. Let's the, keep it a mystery. <laughs> you, I mean, you got the beautiful locks going on, so <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like we were talking about this whole Georgia shooting, 
last earlier last week, and then all of a sudden there's all these links of uh, these examples of Asian hate and how it's been an ongoing thing for the last 12 months. It's like, dude, we it's our job to like dig into what's going on in the world, and this has never been a story as far as we've seen until now. All of a sudden, it's this story, and it's like like I was saying, it's like. Something like that you think would be a and now it's a hashtag and yeah. right, right. Yeah. this whole thing. It's yeah. everywhere. And now it's a trending story. And before it wasn't. And it's just like um if something like that can't become a trending story on its own, then but but Joe Biden like stick waving his hands in front of a microphone can, what's organically trending at this point? I think everything that is trending, um, there are hands behind it yeah. that make it trending. Yeah. I mean whether the hands are literal hands or the hands are just algorithms mm-hmm. that have hands <laughs> that had hands to create them either way yes there's there's hands of some kind sure <laughs> sure i mean yeah what, what's trending on twitter is not just like you know what what two people started chattering about and then three more people started chat- like, right no like, right the, the, definitely the other way if anything yeah right right so um i'm not gonna let you brush by the fact that you your your little comment there that we're living in oh maybe a mystical age what does that mean? What what's the mystical age? I'm not going to let that go. I have to spend go. the next 3 hours describing that. No. <laughs> well, I guess I have to say that to any amount I talk about this is really just going to be parroting the words of uh, a guest that I've had on recently a couple times that I am bringing on again, which is very much a, an elite category for Lions of Liberty. T- typically I interview a guest and you're done. I'm done with you. I've had you on once. So there's, it's, it's really a, an elite group of people that are invited on back on Lions Liberty multiple times. Oh, but uh, this fellow, Vin Armani, who's been on my show twice last year, um, and I, I was only going to interview him once, and then I was only going to interview him twice, and now I'm only going to interview him three times uh, because <laughs> he did write a book that I'm reading that I really, really want to uh, you know get get more conversation about out there. So, um, But he has been discussing this for the past year or so, a concept that actually he even said on the show he's not the one that dubbed it someone on Twitter did, and he's not even sure who, but he has mm-hmm. certainly popular, popularized it, uh, or at least as far as you can popularize someone in a, a you know on libertarian Twitter. Right. Uh, but it's the concept he's popularized is the dim age. Uh, it's a play on the dark age, so mm-hmm. it's not completely dark. It's somewhat there's some light in there as well. Okay. Um, but basically, the, the general idea is that we are moving from a materialistic to a, a mystical age, and I, I guess um, the easiest way to put that would be like okay. Let's think of uh, a few hundred years ago and you live in a small town and, uh, you know, maybe you don't know how to um, fix your horse's horseshoe. Like you, you probably do if you have a horse, right. but if you don't, then you're like your neighbor is the blacksmith and he knows how to do it. And you can bring the horseshoe there and you're going to watch him do it. And you, you, you kind of understand how things work. Mm-hmm. Whereas we're now in an era, and this is true of all of us, because we're all sitting here using technology uh, talking to each other on video and audio from hun- thousands of miles away and hearing each other clearly. None of us can tell you. We can't tell each other how this works. Like, I, I can tell you. I, I kind of know how microphones work, but I-, I don't really know. I don't really understand how these words are getting to you in, like, near light speed and being transmitted to the your millions and millions of fans. I have no uh, idea yes. how that's happening yes. in reality. like we And even people that know they don't really know like they know like part of it or they kind of know the engineering behind it but they don't really understand every single part they couldn't go fix like if, if something happened to our connection no one i know could just fix my con- our connection you know mm-hmm. no one really understands how things happen and it's because we're walking around with these magic boxes that do almost everything it, it's crazy of course right. you know we're in an age where you can't 
fully comprehend the inner workings of of how our reality is and and i think the further we get away from understanding how our reality works the less that the the material world the less that logic and reason you know i guess the things that ushered in the the age of enlightenment or you know maybe the age of enlightenment ushered in logic and reason the things that western civilization are are sort of built and founded upon um are are fading in away into meaninglessness and you can see that I mean, even even the left has been saying it for years. They were saying it mostly as a um, an anti-Trump thing, but you know, it's they they say like you know the the era of truth is over, or the age of or we're in a post-truth society. But that's actually pretty accurate. I mean, yeah. we're in a tr we're certainly in a post-rational society. We're in right. a post-logical society, and I, I think it's it's largely a byproduct of technological progress because mm -hmm. technology is really just um, well. The flip side, magic is just technology we don't understand. But guess what? We don't understand all the technology, so it may as well be magic. And mm -hmm. the more we move into a magical, mystical era, uh, if you will, the more that you're not going to be able to use the, the things we think we should be able to use to change things. Yeah. Um, when you're in a mystical age, when you're in the dim age, you really aren't going to win arguments. So you're not going to change the scope of things by putting out your rational arguments by uh, showing your charts and graphs as Tom Woods so valiantly does about COVID, showing how there's absolutely no connection between mass mandates, no connection between lockdowns, no connection at all. He does valiant, amazing work constantly showing this and no one cares. I wouldn't say no one care, like, <laughs> yeah. cares. like, like the, the small portion of us who still, you know, cling, if you will, to logic and reason, um, we care because we say this is so obvious. So thank you for doing this work. Right. Yeah. But it's not affecting anybody else. It's not going to affect the people yeah. that are that are already buying the narratives. Right. So um, when the narratives are just laid out for us and we're in this mystical age, well, when you're in a mystical age, you don't know how anything works. Who do you listen to? You listen to the experts. Right. Because you're not the expert. You Trust don't know how the science. Right. And when you just listen to the experts and the experts are obviously going to be the ones that are on CNN or they have blue check marks. They're the experts because right. they've been verified yeah. by whatever system verifies by people, somebody, but that some other been verified. So we live in a time where the experts, they may as well, I, for all intents and purposes, experts may as well be the same as the mystics, as right. like the elder sages of the village yeah. that would carve open the birds and look at their innards and, and predict the next six months. And there's actually probably more science behind that yeah. than there is behind the stuff I'm talking about now. Because mm -hmm. yeah. there probably is stuff you can read from the birds' innards and, and know what's happening in the weather. You know, there probably is some rationale right. behind that. But there's not going to be a ra there's no rationale behind, you know, the response to COVID-19. There's no rationale behind even the the the, uh, the concepts around the vaccine. I, I'll even give an example. And, and, and God bless my parents. I'm, I love my parents to absolute death. My dad does not really buy a lot of the COVID narratives either. But my mother is a, you know, she's somewhat an at-risk person. Um, she, you know, she's had, you know, lung issues in the past. And you know, someone that would be, you know, technically at risk. Um, and, and for a long time, I've been wanting to come visit my parents for the last year. My parents had never met my wife. They were going to meet her last year, right when this stuff struck. But then, of course, because of that, they, they didn't travel. And now we're finally at a, at a point where... We're like, all right, can we, can we try to see you guys? Because they just got vaccinated two weeks ago, mm -hmm. which I wasn't. Well, you know, I don't want to get into a side rant about vaccines per se. Just just about the logic and the consistency right. here. For yeah. a okay. Moment. Um, so they got vaccinated. So in theory, you know, if you have the vaccine, you should be able to just go do stuff, I, right. I guess. I mean, or, right. otherwise, I don't see the point in the vaccine at all. Yeah, it's not actually going to give you protection. Um, so here's what here it would make sense to me, actually. Even though I would be, even though I'd still say, "Well, what's the point of the vaccine?" 
if my if my parents doctors had said we're we're not comfortable with you doing anything even though you have the vaccine that would actually make sense we don't want you to still see people that aren't vaccinated we, we want you to keep your distance i could i wouldn't i would say i would still question the vaccine but i would i would kind of wonder you know how that's still kind of inconsistent mm-hmm. but what the doctor said is he's not comfortable with them traveling here if if my wife and i are unvaccinated which we are because we don't plan to be but he's totally fine with us getting on a plane and flying there and getting off that plane and coming to their house still unvaccinated. Does that make any sense? I mean, you're no. you're you're bumping into the same people that he would bump into. You're dragging whatever uh, disease particles off the plane that he would have, and you're coming into contact at his house versus him coming into contact at your house. That'd be the yeah. only difference. What That's I mean, the only difference? Does right. he have any explanation for it? No. Other than and, and that's even what they said. my dad, I mean, we're talking about my my mother's the one that was was more at risk. My dad is not that worried about it, but of course, when I'm talking about someone's life, we're going to proceed with more caution. So he's just like, I don't. And my dad even said like, it doesn't make sense. I agree, but we're going to listen to the doctor, right? Because and I'm fine with that because I don't want to be the one that said do this differently and my mom gets sick. Of course, right. yeah. And we're going to go. We're take a, We're going to take a COVID test before we actually go. So we're going to land on the plane, stay in New York City, wait for our COVID results, then go. Like we're going to take as many reasonable precautions as we can take. But and and I would never do anything they weren't comfortable with. But at the end of the day, uh, at some point you have to just realize like I'm either never going to see them again in my entire life, or we're going to come up to a, a point where we're going to do the best we can because right. there's no hundred percent. There's no such thing as a hundred percent guarantee that no one gets sick ever. That's never going to be the case. Right. Um, but I have relatives or a relative in particular who I will not name, who is so nuts about it that I'm not sure I'm ever going to see them again. Wow. Um, just by their just choice. The vibe or, so by their choice or because you don't want to get into that yeah, argument by their choice <laughs> because, because they're, they're so afraid of it that mm-hmm. it, I, I just, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. But, you know, it's to to me, it's individual choice. And my thing has always been if my parents aren't comfortable, I'm not going to come near them when they Mm -hmm. are. I'm going to sure because they have a limited time on this earth just like I do. And there's probably more limited than mine. Maybe not. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) I I want them to live, too. I want them to, you know, meet their daughter in law. You know, I want to do these normal things that people do and not live in fear of a virus the whole time. Um, so, you know, they're vaccinated and and they're comfortable with seeing us. So I'm going to go, but it's just, even in that, even my dad, who doesn't really buy a lot of the narratives, even he is saying, well, we still have to listen to the expert, even while admitting that that doesn't make make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And do you get any more arguments really other than, well, because the experts say so, I mean, do you get any pushback, like actual, like people trying to refute more than well because Dr. Fauci said so or because the the doctor said so or anything like that. So or you mean like an argument, like yeah. a rational? Uh, no, no. Or is <laughs> it just that. well because because they said so? That's right. it. No, it's always just because they said so. I mean, even uh, if you push to a certain point, you realize that there the people that are really hardcore, like completely COVID brainwashed, mm-hmm. you get you can put them to a point where they just have no response anymore. Yeah, right. like where we're like okay, so. All right, so once you get the vaccine, and then you can, we're like, well, no, because you could, you know, transmit it then. You, yeah, right. Oh, so then, right. so why are you even getting it? Like, tell me why. Yeah. Because now you're going to, I said I was going to rant about the vaccines, but I will. I mean, <laughs> it, it is an absolute 100% fact that it, and no one design, denies this, including the government, including vaccine makers, that vaccines have potentially harmful and deadly side effects. Right. It's, it's not arguable. They do. They, everyone admits it. No one says they don't. No one. So anyone that says it's perfectly safe, 
is lying or is an idiot or is just making shit up because no one thinks it's perfectly safe. The president actually tweeted out the vaccine is perfectly safe. That's irresponsible. That's an irresponsible tweet. You want to talk about Trump being irresponsible with COVID? That's irresponsible. That's completely irresponsible. That's what I was going to say. It's like how many times did they come out and say, well, like when Trump kind of downplayed it to not – get people in a state of hysteria and people like that's irresponsible he he had the duty to tell us how bad it was and to send us into a and the blood's on his hands so yep. guess what every every COVID, every death from the vaccine is on biden's hand right mm-hmm. but you don't hear if, that if we're going to be consistent anyway you never right. hear that you never and again that goes back to trending you never see those stories trending on twitter or anything like that those are those are the ones that kind of get brushed aside as oh that was just a fluke you know they mm-hmm. they had um my my favorite response is, oh, they had um uh, like side problems, like um oh, pre existing like, problems. Like with oh, COVID right. Yeah, yes. right. Itself? Exactly. That's, that's irony. That's what we. Or, had, yeah, so, or you'll say, well, oh, like uh, I remember seeing uh when Aaron, Hank Aaron died not long ago, and it was you know coincidentally, I'm sure, right right after he got the shot. And I think there was something like a perfectly healthy Hank Aaron dies after the shot. And I, I saw so many comments that were like, perfectly healthy guys like 80 years old. Come on. Right. Meanwhile, yeah. if you even mention that COVID affects people that are older more, you're like a crazy conspiracy theorist. You right. ha- oh, it's you like, hate so your grandma? Yeah. You hate your grandma? Why do you it's hate like, old people? It's like you can, yeah, you can give the same response to why you wouldn't vaccinate your grandma because you don't want your grandma to die because she's 80 years old. Oh, right. oh, you don't hear people saying, oh, you hate your grandma? But not wanting her to get vaccinated not nothing like that it, no. it's yeah. it's crazy it, it, it's really fun to see people's uh, response like i and now now i know some people at work that are getting vaccinated and they'll be like oh are you gonna get the vaccine i'll be like no 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 i i, I'm, I don't want to take the risk you know i'm like well, what do you mean like, they can't even comprehend yeah. like what i'm talking about like well, right. what do you mean the risk i'm like oh, i don't want to take a risk getting injured by the vaccine you know mm-hmm. when yeah. I, I feel like i'm pretty healthy i don't think covid would really do too much to me so i yeah. and, and especially knowing that we can still get it once we're vaccinated i really don't right. see why i would take that risk yeah to right. my own personal body and, and, and just even... like you can see like the brain like mm. not functioning because the experts didn't say this stuff <laughs> so yeah. it does but it also like the logic is there so there's like the synapse and then yeah. it's kind of like oh i guess i'll just walk away and and Go think whatever I want to think. Well, you see that in any argument on social media. Like, somebody will throw out some stupid, like, comment. Like, I'll, I, I try to avoid a lot of uh, controversial stuff on my personal Facebook page because, I, I mean, I got friends on all sides and family on all sides of the spectrum, and I don't, I don't like social media fights. Bill, on the other hand, likes social media fights, so at 3 in the morning he's, he's <laughs> on arguing with people. In Britain. In Britain. <laughs> but uh, I'll get people that push back on minor things, and it, all it takes is you just asking one logical question, and there's no response. They just, like, shut mm-hmm. down. It's like you can see through the computer, just like you were saying, their brain just, like, short-circuiting. It's like, well, they didn't program us with a response for this. What do I say to this? This, is, I mean, that makes sense, but the doctor said this, so what do I do? Welcome so- to the mystical age. Yeah. Right. You just summed right. it up. Right. Yeah. The, the, the mystics didn't tell me, so it's not real. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's all we have to go on. And and it, I, I really feel bad saying this about the old mystics who probably were actually probably pretty reasonable compared to these, <laughs> these people nowadays. Right. And I heard um, this is kind of sidetracked, but I heard that, of course, Dr. Fauci, the person who is nothing. Maybe it was on your interview with um, what was the guy's name? You said Vin, Vin Armani. Was that his Vin name? Armani? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was on that interview. It said when or somewhere. I can't remember recently that said 
Dr. Fauci, who has is a nobody without coronavirus, of course he's never— Oh, that sounds like something Tom Woods would say. He's mm-hmm. never going to say that coronavirus is over because that turns this most powerful man in the United States right now into back into the nobody that he was. Now, what is he if COVID's over? Exactly. Right. He's some guy. Nobody. <laughs> He'll be the next Dr. Phil. There you go. Oh, God. Oh, my God. He is going to That's, that's going to happen, isn't it? You are absolutely It's going to be right. like the doctors with, like, Dr. Phil, Dr. Fauci, like <laughs> Dr. Drew. He'll have his own damn terrible. talk show. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be horrible. So tie this back to um, this Mystic Age stuff, this uh, um, the Dim Age. Tie this back to uh, Biden and his microphone debacle thing here how, how does this tie it, in it ties right back in because all of the responses i mean you said it blue blue tick twitter users are, are not concerned well those are the experts they're the mystics so once the blue check twitter users are not concerned there's no reason to it's be concerned not an issue because it don't worry they already know that it's either a technical glitch or an optical illusion so we've got it solved <laughs> so don't worry about it it's problem all good. solved i mean it, it's just it it's an example it's a very small example of again whether or not the microphone was there or not it's kind of irrelevant because the responses would be 100 percent the same from everybody um and i I think it's an opportunity to really see what's going on here and really understand that if we're gonna operate in this world if we're gonna you know win the war or what have you i don't think there's any war to win per se but if we're gonna navigate this thing and survive this thing and i mean it literally if we're gonna survive this thing we need to understand the world that we're living in i don't think we can I don't think any of us have the power to take us out of the damage, but we all have the power to survive it. And we all have the power to form communities and, and understand how to navigate it. And, um, you know, we can't use the same tools as before, sadly. We can't just reason and logic our way out of this. It's right. not going to work. Well, uh, if we're going to operate in the mystical age, we have to become mystics ourselves. Right. We have to become magic users well, ourselves. It's so easy we to, have to manipulate demystify those that knowledge. We have to become the experts in a sense. Right. The new and, and backdate articles and manipulate the knowledge that is flowing through. Yeah, it's that, like what's real, what's not real. That That's where I'm really struggling and like freaking out like go back to for example this whole asian hate thing and um like you'll click on an article and then it'll give you a link like i said to a previous article about these asian hate incidences that we never heard of and i think i messaged you just kind of picking your brain about it's like how easy in a digital age a magical age whatever you want to call it how easy would it be to backdate an article and say look look at this thing that happened back there unless you have the newspaper and who gets a newspaper nowadays right exactly and it's like kind of the opposite it's like reverse um what do they call that um what's the no the (laughs) The 1984 thing, um, memory hole. The me- it's like a reverse yeah. memory hole. Instead of right. deleting history, you're like adding to history, so right. you can go back and be like, "Look, it's there's so many examples of it, and everybody the, clicks the on the memory those. creation station." <laughs> there you go. There you go. We're gonna patent that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's easy to link back to something. You can easily put a date at the top of an article. I mean, yes, there's hackers or or computer nerds out there that can actually track down what when it was actually posted but it would be easy for the majority of people to look and see oh this article came out december 23rd of 19 or 2019 oh this must have happened i mean how hard would it be to get the masses on board with something happen that didn't actually happen and that's the scary part to me because i'm sitting here saying well 
when the hell did this I don't happen? think we need to speculate how hard it would be. I think we're living in it. Like we're we're the entire world is reacting right now as if we just got hit by this like this like science fiction flesh-eating virus that floats right? through the air yeah. and kills everybody it sees and that's how the world is acting when it's nowhere near the truth yeah. so we don't need to speculate they can that's do it true. and they're doing it and this is a lesson that how easy it is and that's yeah. what's scary because it's yeah. really easy yeah yeah and just um how the masses react to like an adverse response to it just the mm-hmm. whole mob mentality is more dangerous i think than um then yeah. the higher ups, I guess the the puppet masters that are pulling the strings, whatever you want to call these people, um, they get the masses on board. Like you were talking, the the comment sections are are scarier than the articles themselves. Just reading how uh, people respond to those who want to question just a little bit they of the narrative. They respond to them like they're not people. Yes, right. Yeah, that's what's scary because, not to Gina Carano myself. Oh yeah, I'm not employed by Disney. They can't cancel me. It, <laughs> It's true though. I mean, like what she said is right. completely one hundred percent true. Absolutely. That what Nazi Germany could happen because Jews became unpersoned. They became seen as as an enemy, as lesser than human. And that's exactly what is happening with not just MAGA, not just that letter we're not supposed to say people, but it's all being lumped into conspiracy theorists, libertarians, anti government, whatever. It's all being put into the same category. Yeah. Pretty sure there's more people in these categories than there are actual experts, but the mob will go with the mob at right. the end of the day. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So um y- y- you said <laughs> You said we there is hope to win this war, I guess, that may or may not be there. What hope? Because everything we've been talking about is kind of, I mean, you said it is a dim age, so it's not completely dark. So where's where's the little bit of light in the dim then? Where do we go? How do we how do we come back, combat this or come back from it? I think the hope is in just a recognize like knowing that most people aren't going to recognize this and accepting that, first of all. You know, uh, we're we can't influence the masses in in the traditional sense, but we can in, in influence ourselves. For starters, we can influence ourselves more than we can influence anybody. So we all have everybody listening to this. I mean, if you're listening to this show, you probably think a little bit outside the box. If you found right. the show and you're still listening to it after an hour or so, yeah. So you're probably the kind of person that is more in tune with this message or more in tune with what's going on, and you're. You start at home. Start right here. Get your shit together. Become the most. Whether you gotta find God or find your inner spirit or whatever you gotta find, it's now it's time to find it. Not fucking around. Like it's time. <laughs> if you don't find your meaning and your mission and your purpose in life, like you're gonna get lost in this quick. Mm-hmm. You're oh, gonna yeah. get absorbed by it quick. Um, and so I, I think the hope lies in, in the fact that we are all individuals. We all have free will, maybe, depending on who you ask. I believe that. I believe it. And we all have the ability to to navigate ourselves, to build our own communities, to to put our families in better positions. There's things we can do on an individual and a group, a small group level. I don't think there's a lot we can do at the the bigger level. Like I, I've I've kind of said I'm gray pilled. I'm black pilled on the overall situation on you know national politics or the you know the the greater trends of the world. But I'm very white pilled on the opportunities we have to form communities, to connect with other people, to sort of insulate ourselves from, you know, from from the trends in society, whether that means physically relocating for a lot of people um, or just sort of digitally re- relocating in ways. Right. Um, there's ways we can survive this and do it by, you know, by connecting with other people, by, by being the best version of ourselves we can possibly be and, 
you know, and connecting with others who are of that like mind. Um, sure. That's how we're going to do it. I, but you know, and now a lot of this sounds like esoteric and what have you, but that's because it is. Well, <laughs> so. yeah, no, that I mean, that kind of ties into we say almost every week. It's like you got to unplug from this shit. You got to right. think for yourself, um, form your own opinions. Don't don't let all these sources form opinions yeah. for you. It doesn't matter which side it's on. They're, I mean, they are trying to program you with whatever opinion right. it is needed at the time. Mm-hmm. Think for yourself, unplug. Um, many of our guests that have come on have given the same mantra of, yeah. look, uh, make life good for, for yourself. You. Nobody's going to do yeah. it for you. No yeah. politician can do it for you. No higher up. No blue tick Twitter user. No can experts. Make your, yes. Right. No sure. experts can make your life better. Yeah. Only you can do that. So well, and I think another part of it is don't let the mob scare you. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't back down. Right. Right. But never apologize. Right. Yeah, that, yep. That's the worst thing you can do. Yep. Well, that's the thing I see um, with a lot of these um even blue tick users or Twitter users the, that are on the other side of whatever that come out and give a statement and then they get pushback from it. And it's like the worst thing they can do is come back and apologize because you're just admitting that the thing you said was wrong. You mm-hmm. Even if you come out and say, well, my delivery was probably wrong, but blah, blah, blah. No, stop apologizing for it because, yeah. I mean, there's a reason why even at the sp- – at three o'clock in the morning, you you're had like two or three drinks in. You said something stupid on Twitter. There's probably a reason it came out. You, I mean, own it. Unless you're being a straight up dick, which yeah. Stop, stop <laughs> apologizing. Just own own up to what you said because it it drives me insane when people come out and they're like, "Well, I'm sorry, I I shouldn't have said that." No, no, you you probably should have said that, and that's mm. the problem. Is now that you're apologizing for it, and you're just joining the masses now. Even if I have a moment in my real life where I I get angry or upset or frustrated and I might say something I I didn't want to say, like there's always like a reason behind it. Mm -hmm. It might not, you might have said something you shouldn't have said. You might have said something not even true necessarily, but they're like where it comes from is probably from something true, you know? So find out what that is and have a conversation about it. And, you know, but don't, don't apologize for having the emotion or, you know, for what have you. Yeah. Explain Uh, where it came from. Especially true when it comes to the mob, when it comes to this thing, because you have to look at it like the Salem witch trials right um you better goddamn well deny you ever practice witchcraft <laughs> you know right. if you said you don't want to say well i did dabble in okay i, I admit i did dabble <laughs> in the witchcraft a little bit but I, I i'm not gonna do it, it anymore I, I take that all that back i know you're you're going into the lake with the stones you <laughs> yeah. never were a witch <laughs> so <laughs> right. don't don't ever admit you were exactly if you were <laughs> and um kind of piggybacking on what you're saying about kind of um taking control of your own and all that stuff to to kind of bring the the enlightenment to yourself. I think a big a big part of it is focusing on your own children too, because I think they are getting hit harder mm-hmm. than even we ever were or are at this point. Because oh yeah, I've got a a thirteen year old that comes home from mm-hmm. school and she like she's going to be if if I don't keep her in check, she's going to be straight up SJW hands down because of the way public school is and. Yes, I hate the public school system, but that's just the situation I'm in. My kids are in public school. That's just how it happens. But constantly, like, she'll just throw something out there that that's just utter nonsense that she got out of school. Or even if it's true, 
Like, uh, I'd make her think for herself because she'll say something. I'll be like, well, isn't that racism? And it'll be something blatantly not racism. And she'll be like, no, I'm not racist. And I'll be like, well, you said this. You Well, she's just like, <laughs> she, she'll say something like, well, I'm, I'm not concerned about, I, I don't have a problem with other cultures. And I'm just like, well, isn't that racism to say? And she'll just be like, how is that racist? <laughs> so I, I just kind of like pick her brain and just make, like, you can just see she wants to short circuit. But I keep pushing her just to think for herself, like, mm. why Why do you say this? Is it because people at school are telling you to say this? Or is there actually a reason here? Right? Are you saying this because you believe it and you have actual reasons for it? Or are you just repeating like, <laughs> yeah. you, the narrative that you're here at school? And that's the same thing that happens on a larger scale in our society. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and so, like, focus on yourself, but also focus on your kids because I think they're getting drilled with the shit every mm. single day at school and yeah. it's getting so much worse right now when I hear them come home, just the off-the-wall shit that they say. I'm just like, where are you getting this from? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Focus on you, focus on your family. That's all I gotta say about it. Yeah, no, I mean, that is, that is the short, oversimplified actual solution. <laughs> focus <laughs> on yourself, focus on your family. Yeah, that's that's where the solution is going to yeah. be, you know, by by improving yourself, by improving, you know, the situation with your family and by um, by mentally. And no, I would say spiritually insulating yourself from mm -hmm. what's going on around us. That's what I would say. Definitely. Fine. Final question, because I know you didn't have a lot of time because you were on a marathon today of podcasting and stuff. So an hour 14 since I woke up, not of just podcasting. <laughs> I have a, an actual job too. All right. So um, I want to get you out of here. Final question. Do you think Joe Biden is dead? <laughs> Inside? Yes. Well, um, a I think there is a physical person we refer to as Joe Biden who still does walk the earth. I'm not yeah. sure if we see him all the time or not. Okay. Writing wrongs. Because <laughs> one of the conspiracy articles I read about this whole microphone thing is that some people claim Joe Biden is dead. And so I just wanted to. I mean, if you told it. me it was true, I wouldn't I wouldn't fall out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would uh, I could accept it easily. I could accept right. the narrative. Quickly. But that, and that's a sad thing when the leader of the free world. I mean, you wouldn't be surprised if he was dead and they were faking it. I yeah, mean that yeah. that's scary. That, that Kamala we, Harris literally, I don't think I'd I'd bat an eye. I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that right. makes sense. I, 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 I can that see seems that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Should be a big story, but no. Same thing as if they came out and admitted the moon landing at this point. If they admitted it was fake. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, that that yeah, that makes sense. And, uh, yeah, whatever. And I, mean, I feel like most people would kind of like even the people that I think that like fully believe it. I think a lot of them would be like, oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's the point we are in in the world is not too much blows my mind anymore. Like right. from all the stuff I've dug into, all the stuff I've read, all the stuff I've seen, it's just like you could say just about anything, and it's not going to really blow my mind too much. Um, I might be like, "Oh shit, they're actually talking about it." It would it blow my mind more that they actually reported on it. That would be yeah. what blew my mind. Well, that's why yeah. it, you know it's like they're talking about these UFOs, and I and nobody cares. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, okay, all right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The government this year came out and admitted about UFOs and and showed you video of shit they can't explain, and literally no one cares. Yeah. Nobody. It's like the shit. smallest story. Like they're like, yeah, but this disease. Like, what are they going to do? But I, I get a cold. I think the the interesting point about the article is about him being dead, is that they're they're tying something so minor that people are questioning this narrative back to something so big as, oh, conspiracy theorists are claiming Joe Biden's dead. It's like, I've never actually heard somebody personally say right. that Joe Biden's dead. I've heard pe lots of people be like, 
dude, that's green screen or that that yes. that looks weird. But they the, take it a step further, make it sound more ridiculous. So then, right. you, so then, when right. something legit comes up, they're like, "Oh, you're one of those Joe Biden's dead people." Yeah. You're like, "No, right. I just thought the microphone was weird." Yeah, it, yeah. it's like <laughs> the the mainstream articles will take something so minor and blow it out of proportion to make everybody right. look freaking crazy. So yeah. everybody it's like the annual Starbucks cup that the, everybody gets pissed off because the Starbucks cups aren't Christmassy enough. <laughs> I've never heard anybody complain about the Starbucks. Cups. Yeah, I've never actually yeah. heard that. So. Well, we, we're going to get you out of here so you can uh, go enjoy the rest of your night, I guess. Go to sleep, do whatever. Real, real quick, yeah, Mark. It's bedtime, Anna. <laughs> yeah, Snyder Cut, thumbs up, thumbs down. <laughs> thumbs way, way, way up. I, I agree. I, we are attempting to have an emer- to emergency podcast uh, with Remzo tomorrow to talk about Very nice. Snyder Cut because Very nice. it, it exceeded any and all. I didn't even have huge expectations. I was like, oh, maybe we'll see yeah. a couple extra scenes. Okay, I'll watch it. Uh, yeah, no, it's same a, way. It's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. it's, it's one of my... I would need to watch it again to fully absorb yeah. it, especially mm-hmm. as a big critic of Batman versus Superman. Right. And I still have those criticisms of that movie, but yeah. it still... It adds more... It, even even that, yeah. in hindsight, it makes that a little bit better. It does, but yeah. this movie itself is... The only thing I don't like about this movie... Uh, which is not going to change anything is I I'm just not a fan of Ezra Miller's Flash. Oh no, right, right. As Barry Allen, but just, my, my wife about the loved that of the Flash. It's just uh, yeah. And she's just, not even a I mean she doesn't watch movies and she's like wow that's a great Flash and I'm like really, and my, <laughs> yeah, that's because he's he's playing the role of like oh I'm the I'm the nerdy like awkward one but that's not what the Flash right. is ever in yeah. comics. Or my anywhere, my, so. my big complaint is I still don't like the line when when Bruce Wayne it's like uh, my superpower is I'm rich. I'm like yeah. Bruce Wayne would never yeah. say that. That's just that's. That's fair. That's a but minor gripe, but I, I think I had to accept that. What What is hard to me is I had to accept that Zack Snyder just has some different. He's showing us a different version of some of these characters, right? And I have to let that go. And right, once right. I let that go, I can enjoy it so much more. No, like, it's yeah, true. This is a Superman that decided to snap someone's neck. All right, that's uh, that's <laughs> I got to let that go. Right. Uh, this is a Batman who kills people, and who's and because he's had twenty years of maybe trying it the right way, and that didn't work. So now he just <laughs> says, "Fuck it, I'm killing people, and I'm I'm a crazy Batman." And and yeah, my power is being rich because screw it. So whatever. It's just I agree. Like that stuff bothers me, but now that what that stuff used to be more glaring because right. the whole movie sucked. Yeah. Now it's just some minor quips I have about True. an otherwise freaking awesome movie. It's, no, it's I agree. incredible. I, I can't even believe it's the same movie. Yeah. And the weird thing is, it's the same movie. Like I, I know. can tell you the same. The plot is the same. Yeah. And I can really tell you that there's a couple. It's a huge, a couple huge things that are different actually. But but the general plot is exactly the same. Yeah. But it's a completely different movie, and it's yeah. fucking awesome. No. I I agree. Absolutely. Well, let us know where we can find everything about you and um, where we can find your podcast and all that stuff so people can check out all your other works and see if all they right, like you or not. I'll do the full roundup. Lions of Liberty. Lionsofliberty.com. At Lions of Liberty. Wherever podcasts are found. Second Print Comics. Secondprintcomics.com. At Second Print Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, also, my substack, markclair.substack.com. I think that's it. Okay, we'll or post. Just Google me and, and stalk me. That's, <laughs> That's what I do. So generally, so uh, I'll post all those links in the show notes. So if people forget Twitter that, at Mark Declare and the Mark is with the C. I think that does it. <laughs> there you go. That is where to find Mark. Once right, again, gentlemen. this is Mark Claire of the Lions of Liberty podcast and the Second Print podcast. One we have been, like I said, trying to get you on for a while now. I'm glad we got you on and we're able to pick your Did brain it. a little. You can check that off your bucket list. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can die a happy man now because I got the legendary Lions of Liberty Mark Claire on my podcast. 
Damn, Skippy. Well, keep breaking that bell, boys. <laughs> All right, Absolutely. good. Th- thanks for coming on. Um, we're going to take a break, and we're going to have a uh, chance for people to call in here in the next couple minutes, and then we'll uh, wrap up the show in style, I guess. Um, but, it, again, thanks, Mar- Mark. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll check thanks, you Alan. next time. We'll hit you up if we ever need to get you on to talk crazy again. Sounds good. I'm down. All right. All right. Thanks, Catch Mark. Catch you later. Peace. That was the legendary... Mark Clare of the Lions of Liberty podcast. Again, um, a lot of crazy stuff. Like I said, I had no idea where he was going to go with this. Yeah. So even the title of just talking about Biden, I knew it was going to go off the rails because, mm-hmm. I mean, when you don't know where somebody's going to go, especially somebody like right. Mark Clare, um, a podcaster who is not short of words to say, yeah. um, it can go anywhere. And I'm glad it did because yeah. this is a lot of stuff that we haven't even really dug into ourselves. Right. Yeah. Um, but this whole concept of the dim age, um, he talked about that Vin Armani. I, I want to dig more into him. I've, I've, yeah. I listened to his Mark's interview with him, his most recent one, which was back in December. So if you want to learn more about that, go check out the Lines of Liberty podcast and look up the episode with Vin Armani on it. And they dig a lot deeper into it than he was even, even able to get into on our show here. So check that out. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to come back. Maybe we'll talk a little more about this. We got a few other Biden blunders we can focus on. We do want to take your calls. I wish we could have got time to take calls with Mark on, but I didn't want to keep him longer, any longer because he told me he had 30 minutes to give us. And I knew that would probably go longer knowing him and knowing us. So I'm glad we got a good, about an hour with Mark. So I'm, Good, good stuff there. Good shit. No, absolutely. Yeah. So um, we're going to post the Zoom link for the call-in um, in the the comment section of the YouTube video in the Facebook forum, Break the Bell forum. If you're not a member of the Break the Bell forum, go join it. Um, if you look like a person, we'll let you in. And um, only if rule you don't. Is, yeah, the only <laughs> rule is, once again, don't be a dick. That's right. it. Um, if you want to... Push back at some of the stuff we're talking about or some of the stuff Mark's talking about. Call in. Um, Please we'll, do. We we value every opinion. We won't make you look like an idiot. Like I said, we don't know shit. We, we say this every week. We don't know shit. Right. Mark knows a little more shit than we know, but I'm sure Mark will say that he doesn't know everything. So push back. Uh, we want to hear it. So we're going to get into break, and then when we get back— um, We'll just wrap this up. We'll we'll talk a little bit more and get you all out of here. All right. We'll be right back. Have you ever thought that maybe voting, maybe all this politics constantly surrounding you is not the way to achieve freedom in your life? Hi, I'm Remso W. Martinez, and I ask myself the same question. That's why I'm on a journey to find true freedom in my lifetime. From learning about financial independence to new ways to develop rugged individualism to amazing guests living strange, crazy, amazing lifestyles that you've only thought might be real but actually are. Go ahead and check out my new show, On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez at the We Are Libertarians Network. You can find On the Run with Remsa W. Martinez on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. You know how the internet works. Come on down and let's discover how to achieve real freedom in your life together. Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast. That is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. 
Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, Goulash Me Media caters to the little guy with the big vision. You can check them out at goulashmedia.net. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H media.net. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We are live. Get back in here. Um, we posted the link for the Zoom chat on the YouTube comments. And then, <clears throat> holy cow, I got crap in my throat. In the uh, Facebook forum, the Break the Bell forum. So if you got anything to, in response to what Mark Claire was talking about, about this whole dim yeah. age talk concept, to us. please, please talk to us. We I'm, value I'm fascinated by this concept. I am too. It's not something I, I've heard of before, but it makes sense. It does. It does. And this whole... Um, and we've kind of been working our way there. Right. This right. kind of just puts a, a a bow on the package right. deal, you know, because we've we've had discussions about like, you know, how easy would it be to manipulate information, right. or um, how easy would it be to erase information, right. or um, we we're always questioning the experts and right. the people that that <laughs> live by the experts or mm -hmm. live by the political party. Um, that I mean, that's kind of the premise of our show is just kind of think right. for yourself. Don't don't follow the blue tick users, as yeah. Mark said. Don't follow. I mean, I'm not saying don't follow right experts, right. but don't use them as a guideline. Yeah, you know. don't just take them for it, everything, right? Without it, thinking logically, because for yourself. who who's deciding who those experts are? And it, it goes along with these fact checkers, you know, on social media. Right. It's like. Who decides who these fact checkers are? You mm. know what? Because obviously they ha they have a stake in the game, right? Yeah. Th one one question I had, and I was going to ask Mark, but um, I'll just throw this out there: How did Snopes get to be what it is? How did Snopes become right. the right. the gatekeeper of what's real and fake information? Because right. Snopes, from what I've heard, is just like like some guy and his Th wife. That's what I heard in a too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it started, at yeah. least. And. It's just like, how did these become yeah. the fact checkers? Well, it's same with uh, like PolitiFact, mm -hmm. you know. I mean, yeah. What what makes these guys more valid, you know? And um, you know, when you when you think about and, and COVID's a perfect example, right? When you look at who decides what doctors are the ones you listen to, which ones you don't, right? right who exactly. decides? Yeah, because I mean, we've talked about like you see experts that are pushing back against some of these COVID yeah. uh, restrictions. You see experts that are saying, "Hey, masks." Right. Don't there's no correlation between wearing right. masks and reducing um, yeah. COVID. But we don't we don't listen to those experts. Right. Why do we listen right. to these? They're, experts? they're called quacks. They're canceled. They're fired. You know, right. their their videos are struck from YouTube. You well, know, because it goes against the the narrative. That that Trump expert that was pushing the hydrochloroquine right, and right. they came out and said she was basically a witch doctor. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Even though she was a very prominent doctor, mm -hmm. and, you know, had her own practice. You couldn't even get to her website on her hospital because she was struck from Google. Right. 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 They just shut her completely down. And, and she and had supposedly like proof that her patients were like fixed right? from COVID by yeah. hydrochloroquine. And, and I think they came out after Trump uh, left office even saying that, uh, yeah, it looks like hydrochloric may have worked, mm -hmm. you know, and so. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, now that he's gone, we can push that narrative, right, too. Right. But still, um, but, one thing is don't follow, don't blindly follow those experts e either. Like, mm -hmm. it's still, it would be the same thing if we're following what she's saying, what Trump's expert right. is saying, without 
thinking yeah. for ourselves, we're just in the same exact yeah. boat. Right. I mean, it's it. If you're d- and that's that's the world we live in. It's just yeah. like well, um, sci and science. In my opinion, this is going to really get conspiratorial. Science is a religion. It it's is. all it is. Absolutely, the, it's the, very dogmatic. The, the reverend scientists yeah. or or the the science science priests have told us that this is yeah. why this works. I mean, yeah, they do a great job of showing it on paper, yeah. but we haven't done the research for ourselves. Right. Yeah, we we haven't done anything that says. Um, any research that says chemotherapy helps with cancer? No, right. we're we're blindly following the yeah. doctors. Right, and to an extent, yes, you have to yeah. <laughs> listen to doctors because they know more than you. But right. science, on its own, is just another religion right. because we don't have anything to refute it mm-hmm. ourselves. Right. Yeah, but there's you know there's some things that you know like with COVID, common sense stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, right? They tell you don't no big gatherings. Social distance, but then they they seem to be okay with the protesters. They seem to be okay having a huge funeral for George Floyd. Right. You know, but then they tell you you can't have a funeral for your family. Right. Mm -hmm. So things like that, you know, it's inconsistencies that you ask questions about that people are like, you know, appalled that you would question, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's it's a weird standard that we live in. And I I think it's interesting how he compared it to the Salem witch trials. It's just like. If you weren't following them, you were probably a witch yourself. If right. you if yeah. you were one, even if um, there weren't anybody claiming that you were a witch, if you came out and were like, "Oh shit, this, something's wrong here," right? I mean, you're obviously a witch too, right? And that's yeah. kind of the world we're living in. It's just like it somebody said that um, people that don't want vaccines are are the witches, the new witches, yeah. or people that don't want to wear masks. God yeah. forbid you don't wear a mask, you're a yeah. witch. Uh, and, and people don't do their own research. They're lazy, right? They like to live in their own little bubble. So, you know, uh, CNN says that that Trump says that there's fine people on, on you know, both sides. So he's a white supremacist all of a sudden. Mm. And, and nobody looks deeper into the context of anything. They just take it verbatim. Well, even if... and. Scarier than that, the laziness is scary on its own, the yeah. people that won't look into it. But when you show them blanket proof, like the full video of mm. wh- exactly what he said, yeah. and they, they still, still fall back it. to that, well, he called them very nice people. Did you watch the video? Well, yeah, but he, yeah. CNN said they called right. them. Yeah. I mean, it's like drones, mindless drones. Yeah. It's like, well, that person said that he said this. Well, I have evidence right yeah. in front of your fucking face right. that says otherwise. Yeah. And it, it doesn't no, matter. You know, anybody that, would, you know, we, we could sit back here and be like, wow, you know, how can anybody let anything get to the point of, like, 1984? Well, it's what? very obvious. Yeah, like uh, Mark had said in the beginning, he's like, it's not when we're going to get to a dystopian future. It's right. we're in the dystopian now. Right. We're yeah. in We're in the panopticon. Right we, we allow ourselves to be monitored. Yeah. And it's a whole convenience factor. Yeah. Um, like he said, like, we choose the convenience factor of our cell phones. Right. And we choose to allow them to listen to us, to monitor us, to strike mm-hmm. us down, to uh, censor us. We we tru- choose all yeah. that th- for for convenience. Yeah. It's like, well, it, the world would be really hard without a smartphone these days. Right. Yeah. I mean, can you even survive without a smartphone these days? I know people that do, yeah. but I right. mean, we could do a show like this and have like reach right. reach any sort of audience without some for- form of smartphone or smart mm-hmm. device. It would yeah. just wouldn't happen. Right, but. That pushes into the whole convenience of, well, I, d- I don't want to think for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's too much work and too like mind 
numbing for me to actually go out and look for this. Right. So I'm just going to turn on the news, turn yeah. on CNN, or or hit follow on CNN's yeah. um, Facebook page, and whatever they say, I'm, right. I'm just And, and I'm not going to search out other news um, outlets for different opinions because this is the this one makes me feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. This is the one that that fills my head with the, the narrative that I believe. So right. I'm going to stick with this and I'm going to talk to these people mm-hmm. and I'm going to get news from these people because these are the people I you know agree with. And it's on both sides. Oh, we it is. keep saying absolutely. CNN, but um, it's yeah. Fox News, oh, Reuters, absolutely. freaking Daily Wire right. or whatever have yeah. you. Like people choose their their tribe. Right. They're yeah. And they stick to it. Right. And that's that's all that matters. One thing, well, funny thing just happened while we were on break, and this doesn't, re- I mean, kind of applies, but it's kind of a side note. Funny thing while we are on break, I went up to get myself another co- cup of run-your-mouth coffee, rymcoffee.com, um, and my wife says that my son's friend, he told my son's friend, because I, I went, as we said on the weekend wrap-up, we went to the gun show. Yeah. I bought my 10-year-old. A 22 rifle, a single shot, bolt action, 22 rifle. And I didn't preface, hey, you probably shouldn't tell your friends this because people lose their goddamn minds. And it happened. He told his friend playing a video game. He told one of his friends from school, hey, my dad bought me a gun. My wife's phone has been blowing up for the last hour from his mom freaking out that we bought my son a gun, a 22 rifle, freaking out, saying how... She doesn't feel safe now that we bought him a gun. It's like, first of all, you're not even here. How do you feel unsafe? <laughs> right, yeah. Like, what are you unsafe from? Yeah. Are you afraid he's going to walk to your house with his 22 single shot? And sh- it, or a she 22. A 22. Yeah. And like I, I told her, I was like, even if, God forbid, he loses his damn mind and goes to school with this gun, it's a single shot 22. He's going to get one shot off. Right. And then somebody's going to fucking tackle him. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not dangerous. Right. But I, I feel like there's a level where you have to keep, teach your kids to respect firearms, and that's exactly. why I bought them one. Absolutely. And teach them the safety yeah. of guns. Ten years old is a good age, and a 22 is a perfect one to learn on. But the fact that she's just freaking, completely right. freaking out. But that's with, somebody who doesn't know anything about guns, most likely. No, knows nothing about guns and just listens to that mainstream narrative yeah. of guns are bad. Right. Guns, yeah. gu- right. guns kill people, right. and... People shoot schools, shoot up schools with nope. guns. This kid yeah. has a gun. He's going to yeah. shoot my kid. So she's afraid her kid's going to come over and play, and Gavin's going to be like, hey, check out my gun, man. Here, it's point it at your head. Instead of having a conversation with us, mm-hmm. realizing I have possession of his gun, there's no ammo anywhere near his gun, and right. it is locked away from him where he can't have access to it until we're ready to go to the safety of a, a range to shoot. Yeah. It's not like he's running around the house with his gun. Yeah. Like playing cowboys and Indians with a real gun. It's, it's <laughs> right. just not ha- Did yeah. I say Indians? Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same same uh, conversation here. It's just like she's got this drone mentality of yeah. guns are bad. Kid has gun. It's yeah. scary. Scary gun. Yeah. I'm sorry, but. I don't share the same yeah. beliefs. If you want to have a conversation with you, that's with me about it. That's great, but don't freak out. Yeah, blown up my wife's phone saying how oh you fear for your kid's life and blah blah blah. Talk, come on, people, yeah. talk. I mean, let, let's let's face it for for the lazy, the the weak minded, um, 
social media is a Jedi mind trick, mm-hmm. right? You tell them what you want them to hear and believe. They take it. They believe it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And um, and that's scary as hell mm-hmm. when you consider the implications of everything that's going on. And, like, it gets scarier when we talk about them manipulating the news, backdating right. the news, right. changing up what history. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when people are blindly following what they see, you can put anything yeah. in front of their face and they're going to follow it. Uh, algorithms, you know, t- kind of data mining, you know, people that may not agree with with the narrative put out there and labeling them as conspiracy theorists, mm-hmm. you know, labeling them as like a, a maybe a national threat, you know, a domestic terror, you know, they're put on a no-fly list, not allowed to get firearms, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're they're dis- they're ghosted on social media, you know, because they're labeled dangerous. Oh, I know it is. It's, I it, mean, like in the near future, Mark was saying, there's a domestic Patriot Act that's going to be coming in the next year or so, and it's gonna it's gonna be like that, right? And you can say all you want. Well, I already got my gun, so who cares if they? Um, I'll just hide my gun. Well, I know stores here in town, hunting stores, that take your ID just to buy ammo. Good luck right. finding ammo right. because you'll get put on a a no ammo list too, just yep. the same. I, yep. I mean, there's so much, so much implication to this that is <laughs> so much scarier than just Joe Biden waving his hands in front of a microphone or. Right. Um, what whatever yeah. the latest and greatest yeah. um, outrage is, right? And that, and that's what Mark was talking about. You know this this new age of mysticism, this dim age. You know it's if you don't know how to manipulate it, if you don't know how to use it, then you better damn well find a, a group of people that you can get in with that maybe somebody does because what's true, what's not true. Yeah, you know there's there's gonna be a mob that is gonna that's gonna you know, come after you and you got to be able to defend yourself. And there's strength in numbers, even social, even digitally. I mean, how many years have they been kind of pushing the idea that truth is relative already oh, without the age for, of social yeah. media? Well, since Obama. Yeah. Well, I think even before that, yeah. well, truth is whatever you, you, you want it to be. Right. I mean, this can, you can apply this to really any topic. It's like, well, that might be your truth, but that's not my truth. Right. Well, when you get in an age where you can manipulate truth, right. then, Truth really is relative. Right. Yeah, as long as your truth doesn't hurt my truth, that's okay. It, the moment your truth starts stepping on the toes of my truth, we have a problem. Right, and the deeper we get sucked into this digital era, this digital world, or mystic magic, as Mark called it, and I, I understand what he's saying. It's just like we have no freaking clue right. what we're dealing right. with. We yeah. just we're the end user. Who cares how it right. works? We're just the end user. Right. Yeah. I mean, we pick up a phone and it works magically. Yeah. Yeah. And Yet we we buy everything, believe everything that flashes in front of our face. There's so much shit flashed in front of our face right mm-hmm. now too. It's just mind overload. So yeah. it, it gets to the point where you get that overload. You get that almost like brain exhaustion, where it's just like, who gives a shit anymore? Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That that thing happened. Like like we were saying, it gets to the point where just nothing really blows our mind because it's just right. like, yeah, yeah. They did say that. Um, nine eleven was an inside job. Meh, that's no right. surprise. You know, but something big like that. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. that. So don't <laughs> report right. us. Um, but I'm just saying, if that came out, who who but would the be FBI shocked? came out and fucking UFOs. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been talking about this for years, and, and they came out and said, "Yeah, they're there," and and nobody cares. It's like, oh, <laughs> that 
with everything else going on in the world, I, I'm that doesn't say, surprise yeah. me. Yeah, time travel is true. You know, we we just got back from it with it in the DeLorean and and saw nineteen eighty five again, and 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 people would be like, yeah, all right, that makes oh, sense. Oh, did they see my birth? <laughs> yeah, That's right. When I was born, <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy times we're living in. It is, and it, I we've said it about all this other shit with the whole Great Reset, with the nineteen eighty four shit, with the Green New Deal. It's like. Right now, we still have an opportunity. As yeah. Mark said, we're still in the dim age where there's still a glimpse of yeah, light there. Right. You let it go too far, you're not going to have that chance anymore. The right. more you let freedoms get stepped on, or you just give them up, yeah. freely give them up and for, for safety, stimulus. for the sa- $1,400 stimulus, right. the more you give up, the less... I mean, you're going to look back, and it's going to be too late. It's just like, yeah. shit, we can't do anything now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. now we still have worlds of opportunity it's it's hard to find a place to voice those right but we still have the opportunity right. to and, voice and that's it. why we're saying don't don't back down from the mob don't give in to the the you know the other group because the moment you you start giving that up and think that you don't have an opinion that you don't deserve to have an opinion which is what they want you to believe that's when they overtake you and right. and then you truly have no place left to voice your opinion right right and um, I kind of want to talk a little bit about some some more Biden stuff that's in the news, just because, again, how it's portrayed in the news. Like, I have the video of him falling up, up the stairs. I'm going to share this because I'm sure everybody's seen it, but I want to share it. Um, and I want to talk about this and kind of apply it to what we've been talking about. So here is this video. Let's see if it'll play for me. If you if you're listening and not watching, go go YouTube the video of Biden falling up the stairs if you haven't seen it yet. He's walking towards stairs. He's walking up by himself. He stumbles. He stumbles again, and then he falls completely over. He gets up, brushes himself off. Gets to the top of the stairs. Turn around. Salute. Salute. Boom. And disappears into the plane. Maybe this was meant to be like a Willy Wonka moment, you know, where he like stumbles and does like a front roll and then he like jumps (laughs) up and like, yeah, yeah, he's okay. Well, he didn't do that, though. (laughs) No. He didn't do that at all. (laughs) Maybe he missed his cue. (laughs) I guess. Um, My take on this, and we might have touched on this. I can't remember if we touched on this uh, in the weekend wrap up or not. My take on this is... The way it's portrayed, because, I mean, this is getting blasted all over YouTube, all over yeah. the media. Um, you have some sources, like his, his closest allies, like his deputy said, well, the, it, was, it was windy. I've never seen somebody, like, stumble on steps because of even the strongest wind. It wasn't yeah. like he blew over. He stumbled on the steps. Whether, I mean, I'm not saying anything about his age, about his mental capacity, his physical capacity, or anything. I'm just saying he clearly stumbled on the steps, and it's blasted all over the media. What other country that you know of in the world would show a video like this, especially like a first world like powerful yeah. country, or um, one of the superpowers like China or Russia or yeah. North Korea, would show their own leader 
falling up the stairs of a plane and yeah. be allowed to. And uh, again, you brought up the fact that there's two, I'm guessing, Marines at the bottom. Three. I, I, three Marines. Three of them, like, saluting him. Why wouldn't they run up and, like, help him right. after the first yeah. time, second time, third time? Right. Like, to help make sure him he's up. okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's. that's uh, uh, this is, all right, I'm, I'm going to go crazy. I mean, what? I don't think it's him. You don't think that's Biden there? I don't. Why is that? I, I just don't. I, I think that this, it just seems staged to me. Mm. It just does. Again, nobody goes to help him. You only get one view. Yeah. How many news crews were there Right. that got video of this? You only get the one view of him going up the stairs. You don't get any other angle. Yeah. It just seems manufactured to me. And I, I you know, listening to Mark talk, you know, it would not surprise me if it, this is to get the conspiracy theorists talking, trying to come up with different things, you know, whatever. Right. And I just, to me, it just seems staged. I don't know. Uh, the, the, my point was, why are they, like, why are they showing this over and over and over? Because all that does is make our country look weak, make the right. president look weak. Right. I mean, After that's not pushed a show. out on a, a debate against Putin. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it makes him look like a weak leader. Is that their agenda to make him look like a weak leader? I, I mean, mean it maybe it is. Maybe we're conspiracy theorists for thinking that. Um, there. I mean, there's all kinds of people out there saying that Biden's on his way out, and that's the plan. Yeah. And we said <laughs> we said this from. Day one, Biden's not going to last long. No. Harris is going to take he, over. He won't last a year. I mean, are they are they starting that narrative that um, he's he's not competent, he's not capable of this? Uh, that's or, what I think. Or or what is it? Are they trying to just what the hell is this? Are they just trying to again like push this conspiracy theory narrative uh, and make everybody look crazy? Well, he just fell on the stairs. Who cares? Yeah. Well, even Jen. Pisaki, Saki, Saki, whatever you, whatever we're calling her She's today. Saki. Um, she said, "Well, the stairs, they're they're tricky stairs. They're just stairs." Right. Yeah. There many other presidents have gone up and down those stairs. And how big of a deal did they make when Trump like slowly worked his way down right. that? Oh yeah. Biden, Biden even said he's like, "Well, you know, I, I run up and down the steps, you know, and, and because we I'm not that. like Trump who uses <laughs> the the rails, you know." Yeah, and then we we saw how he can run up and down yeah. stairs. And we saw how Gerald Ford, when he fell down the stairs mm-hmm. back in the seventies, how everybody rushed to his help. Yeah, and that that disturbs me. And he was a former All American football player. <laughs> right. I mean, this is an eighty year old guy. Seventy eight. He's seventy eight. <laughs> Sorry, get your facts right. I was rounding up. <laughs> um, yeah, the fact that nobody helped him out, it was clear display of weakness, I guess, right. on his part. I I don't know. It's like what what. After listening to Mark, it's like, what's the agenda behind this? Right. What's what's driving people yeah. to talk about this? Because any other country, like I said, wouldn't allow news to even cover right. this. But but again, I like you said, what are they building up to? Mm-hmm. Right. I, I think all these things are building up a narrative and it's leading to something because, like you said, there's no accident with this w- trending information. Right. right. So it, it's building up to something. Something's going to happen. And and it's gonna and all this is leading up to it. Well, there's some I can't even think of the name. I had an article, but I can't find it now. That's how good I am at this stuff. Um, somebody came out on Judge Janine, okay, and was saying how he thinks Biden's days are numbered, and within four to six months, they're going to 
raise up Harrison to take over that Which, spot. Again, we've been talking about that. Yeah, we. I mean, we've talked about that. Maybe that's not the case. I mean, Biden's already calling her President Harris. Yeah, that was <laughs> another thing. It's just like, how many times has Biden said President Harris and not corrected yeah. himself? Nobody right. corrects him. Yeah. It's just like, are we like getting this instilled in people's minds right. to, to get ready for something yeah, like this? Right. The yeah. fact that Biden hasn't made a public like s- speech with res- while responding to public comments yeah. like from from the press since he took office unheard yeah. of in a president's I, history i, I got that this is kind of going back to the whole mystical age thing mm-hmm. and i apologize for this uh no go for it so We're, we've already gone full-blown crazy <laughs> we might as well stay so we you know we we've talked in the past with other people about this mandela effect type thing you know with the bearstein bears things what if that was a test Mm-hmm. Right. What if that was like, you know, they they slowly go and they start changing little things for this obscure thing just yes. to see if people pick you, up on it, right? Or? Pick up on it, or or you know, because you know, it, it's just slow steps to just kind of try things out. Or yeah, what? If, how many people are just gonna be like, no, they said this is how it's been the whole time, right? This that's what it was. That's how it was spe- right. spelled out. The the Mandela effect is what right. you're talking about. Right. Um, yeah, that kind of is. What between the private conversation I had with Mark is what he was saying about this whole thing that doesn't really matter with Biden right. and his microphone. It's just like, no, no, they're gauging how people respond to this. Are right. are people going to point out the fact that no, this looks fucking weird? Or are people right. are going to be like, no, the blue ticks said this was fine, so right. it's fine. Yeah, right. And it's the same with uh, the Mandela effect, and that's getting crazier than even what we've talked about yes. on here. Um, I mean, it's a minor thing. The spelling of bear and staying bears, who who really gives right. a shit? But I you mean, start minor. Does it right? change? Does it really change your life at all? No. No, but if, if people are talking about it or aren't talking about it, I mean, yeah. then you can pinpoint the conspiracy theorists real right. quick, which happen to be the ones that might actually be telling the truth. Right. Who knows? There was, um, I, this was before your time, I believe, but uh, there used to be a show called Quantum Leap. Right. Yeah. And I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. It's a good one. Sci-fi. Okay. So this guy, he's a scientist and he like starts jumping through time, right? Into other people's bodies and writing wrongs, you know, through history, right? Towards the end of the series run, he starts getting into these bigger things where he, he jumps into the body of Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay. Right. And then he, you know, is trying to stop the he thinks he's trying to stop the assassination of Kennedy, right? And then he ends up jumping into this and then that to try to stop the the assassination he believes. And then he jumps into a Secret Service guy right next to the car as the shots are going. He jumps on Jackie O, saves her, right? And then at the end, you know, um, he's like, you know, I didn't get to save Kennedy. And, and uh, his, Al, who's his, like, uh, contact with the president, he's like, oh, you weren't there to save um, Kennedy. You were there to save Jackie because she got killed originally in the in the assassination. But oh. it was kind of a mindfuck moment, right? Right, right, right. And so, but it's like, you know, I could see, like, history being rewritten little bits like that, you know? Yeah, right. Which, again, in the digital age, it'd be easy to re- rewrite right? history. I mean... How much hard copy really exists that much anymore? Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can find still find hard copy now if right. you want to take the if effort. If you want to take the effort for now, but it com- comes back to that convenience thing. Nobody's going to go to exactly. the archives and pull up hard copies of right. of history. Not many people are going to have news articles on their back wall. You know exactly. Like, I mean, you gotta <laughs> you gotta dig to find hard copies of of right. shit. And um, well, here's that article, and it, it even calls this guy that talked about. Biden being replaced. It says Fox News's Tommy Lauren pushes a bonkers conspiracy theory 
that Democrats plan to replace the shadow President Biden with Harris in a few months. Bonkers conspiracy theory. So already, if you like even hint at the fact, hey, there's something there might be something wrong with Biden. Right. You're a bonkers conspiracy theorist. Which we've talked about for, for months. Yeah. Way longer than um like almost since he got the nomination we were talking about oh, it. Yeah. Since, oh, well, no, since he picked Harris. Since he picked oh, Harris, right, right, that's right. when we started yeah. talking about so it. So that she was she was gonna off him. So I, I I'll just read this one a little bit and then we're gonna run out of time quick. So um still time to call in if you want. Check out that Zoom link on in the comments of the YouTube video or on the Facebook forum, um, call in, give us your opinions, give us your thoughts. If you find yourself in the bonkers conspiracy yeah. world, we want to hear from you. Because this it, is the most bonkers we've gotten. Yeah, we, we haven't. Don't you think? We haven't di- dove too deep in bonkers land yeah. on this show. Right. I delve on a daily basis into bonkers land. No, we know so, that. So um, that's that's my, my playground is yes. bonkers land. So, um, yeah. If you if you have some theories or if you want to push back against some of these and just say, hey, you guys are full of shit, call us up. Um, We'll get you on here and uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, Bonkers land or what we like to call Craigtopia. Exactly. So this says Fox News commentator Tommy Lauren made a bold prediction on justice with Judge Janine Saturday evening, which I don't know how Janine became the voice of justice in the country in the first place. What makes her the, the judge? Yeah. Yeah. It's like saying Judge Judy. Right. Um, I, I, li- I like Judge Judy. Well, yeah, but can you imagine her making like political statements at no. the top levels no. of like because justice? Because Janine, at the end of Trump's sense. Trump's term, Janine was coming out and it was like, well, Judge Janine said blah blah blah. It's just like, since when are we listening to Judge Janine? Right. Be- unless you're like a middle-aged housewife, like cleaning <laughs> your <laughs> living room. Um, right. While this is on, I mean, I don't know of anybody that listens to Judge. I didn't even know she still I, existed. I didn't to know be people quoted her, right? I mean, f- for fuck's sake, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Jerry Springer's a judge now. Should we listen to him? Oh God, he has no. his own judge show. Um, so this says Democrats had long been planning. The Tommy Lawrence saying Democrats had long been planning to remove President Joe Biden from office and replace him with Vice President Kamala Harris. Lawrence's remarks were. Not contradicted by the show's host. And that's another thing that gets you a check mark of, well, you're in the same camp as them because you didn't contradict right. it and come back yeah. and say, no, that's false. Like a good interviewer is one that sits there and says, oh, oh, let me hear more about that. Right. And then maybe gives their side, right. but they're not there to right. re- contradict re- or, or rebuke. Right. Yeah. Rebuke. Is that the word? Yeah. Rebuke. You rebuke. Buke. Yeah. To give you a rebuttal, whatever that yes. is. Um, like, no, that's bullshit, man. Yeah. We're, get off my show. But unless you're that person, right. like you're in the same camp as the bonkers conspiracy theorist. Right. Says Lauren's remarks were not contradicted by host Judge Janine Pirro or her fellow commentator on the show, Leo Terrell. Pirro, Pirro introduced the segment with the now viral video. Again, there's that viral thing. Uh, probably not by accident. Of Biden tripping up the stairs. There you go. Uh, the one we just showed as he boarded Air Force One on Friday and denouncing the hysteria and disgusting hypocrisy from the media, comparing the coverage of Biden's stumble to former President Donald Trump walking slowly down a ramp after giving a speech at West Point last year. We all feel sorry for Joe Biden. Lawrence spoke first. Nobody wants to see anybody struggle ever. But the double standard is the only standard of the left. Lauren then launched into a conspiracy theory that Democrats had been planning for a long time to replace Biden with Harris in a few months. 
The fact of the matter is this. The left is going to dump Joe Biden in five, maybe six months and put Kamala in, as we all knew, which we we suggested this. Yeah. yeah. We were never supposed to talk about this. We were never supposed to hint at this, that Joe Biden may not be up for the job, but now it's perfectly clear. And we would never talk about somebody that was clearly mentally unstable, maybe somebody that was struggling. We would never talk about this, except for the fact that this is the president of the United States of America. We have every right to talk about it, and we have every right to be concerned. Again, the fact that even on an opposite-leaning media platform, the fact that they are blowing up the fact that our president, the leader of supposedly the greatest country in the world, might not be up for the job— The fact that's that's being allowed, right? There, there's got to be an agenda there that they're even allowing that right. kind of conversation. Yeah. Again, yeah. I mean, yes, we can say there's free press and they can say whatever right. they want, but um, you know, stories get squashed immediately when the when they don't yeah. fit. Yeah. If I were to go onto social media and make my Facebook post, you know, that hey, uh, Biden's unfit. The whole thing has been to get Kamala Harris in. You know, I'm sure that. My, You'd get a strike. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I, I, the fact checkers would come for me. Mm-hmm. Says his own bar- party said, hey, maybe maybe not the nuclear codes. Maybe this is not the best idea. I thought that was odd because I hadn't heard of this. Right. Apparently, they did say that. They, they did. didn't want that. They, they were making a policy where they split, like divide up the nuclear co- codes right. between the vice president and yeah. like the speaker of the house or some something right. like that. And it's just like. Yeah. I, we so, never heard about this. Right. And this Some happened. kind of three-party verification, yeah, because they're afraid that Biden can't be trusted with the, the codes. Well, that's what the right's saying, but the left is saying, no, that's just like one one person shouldn't hold that much power. But right. the yeah. fact that they're they're right. deciding this now makes you right. wonder. Well, and their excuse is like, well, we said the same thing about Trump, mm-hmm. right? Which, again, by design. Yeah, right. says Terrell concurred with Lawrence saying that he was only hearing crickets from the left regarding Joe Biden's health condition. I mean, remember when they were insisting on medical reports oh, yeah. from Donald Trump saying, hey, he's not fit yeah. for president. We want his medical records yeah. now. Yeah, and he came out and said, come on, man. Are you on crack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at the totality of the circumstance, something is wrong with Joe Biden. Terrell continued calling Biden an embarrassment and repeating several times that something is wrong with Joe Biden because he mistakenly called Harris President Harris and had fallen down. I want to hear from his White House medical doctor, said Terrell, adding that the worst thing that could happen to this country is for Kamala Socialist Harris to become president. Again, this is a one-sided thing. I think there's more to it than just the one-sided communist scare thing. I think there's something else in the works here. Yeah, absolutely. and it, it's not leaning towards more democracy. No. It's leading towards less, in my opinion. Yes. He's saying, where's the call for the 25th Amendment? I'm not going to read this full article, but again, like, like he's saying, they're calling him a conspiracy theorist for saying, I want to hear from his White House medical doctor. Where were all the people calling yeah. for conspiracy theorists when they said the same thing about Trump? Where right. was that? Yeah. Like, nobody right. was saying this bonkers conspiracy theory that Trump might not be fit to be president. It wasn't there. No. I mean, they called for his full last year oh, yeah. of term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as soon as as soon as soon they believed he had lost the election, they were calling for them to take the nuclear codes away from him because yeah. they were afraid he was going to bomb Iran. Right, right. You and know, so I, I, I think reading stuff like this after talking with Mark about 
this dim age stuff, this yeah. whole like how the narratives are intentional, like nothing's accidental. Yeah. The, the the allowing of certain media coverage to exist isn't accidental. No. It's to see how people respond. Absolutely. Or it's to form this narrative. I think they are forming a narrative yeah. about Biden. Absolutely. I, or and they have to give the impression of equal coverage. Mm-hmm. Right? They can't just, you know, I mean, obviously, the majority of media is, is as I've said before, state-sponsored, right? right? I mean, the majority of mainstream media is totally in the bag for the administration. Mm-hmm. But they have to have that dissenting voice, right? right? Right. And the fact that even Jen Psaki is coming out and addressing this is just bringing more light to mm-hmm. this whole stumbling on the steps. Right. I mean— if if it was a big nothing burger, mm-hmm. she would have just been like, "Why are we talking about this?" He right. he tripped on steps. Who yeah, cares? Right. I fell End down steps earlier today, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Right. I probably did fall down steps earlier today. Yeah, I know I'm I did. Fine. But again, there there. I mean, there's something here. There's yeah. something going on with Biden. I think it's weird. Yeah. And I think it goes deeper than even him just being an old man. I yeah. think I don't think there was ever really an intention of him holding that position no, long term. No, I, I don't think so. Yeah. He was the safe guy, you know, he was the traditional guy that they could put in office as a placeholder. And then eventually, you know, he would be deemed unfit because of his age or his mental capacity or whatever, which nobody bothered to talk about at the at the time, because if you did, you were bonkers. Right. And Kamala's gonna assume the presidency. Yep. And and that's how it's gonna be. And then, and then later they'll be like, "Oh no, we always talked about Biden's health and knew this would be an issue." They'll you know. post back articles, right, right, about <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we said, they'll they'll fabricate some articles yep. that came up uh, in some December. Specialists or, coming yep. out, and yeah, yeah, he's like, I, I pointed at this a long time ago. Yeah. It, it it's bound to happen. Or, um, remember when? Uh, oh shit, what's her name? Nancy Pelosi was trying to push those like. Tw- Twenty um, Fifth Amendment laws to right. like form a subcommittee of people that could declare the president unfit. Yeah, I mean that was there, yeah. and people speculated that was for Trump. But then there was other people that were like, That's "It's true. way too late in the yeah. game for them to even consider for Trump." Right. This is aimed at Biden. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Scary stuff. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, all this stuff like ties back together, and it ties back to. The stuff Mark was talking about. It's mm-hmm. this whole, you know, what what do we get people talking about? How do we get them talking yeah. about it? And it, it's a it's a social media marketing thing, is what yeah, it is. It is. And like you have trial runs of, of mm-hmm. things. When you when you're marketing a product, you do trial runs in like small small areas. Like a freaking what do they call those? Just like a yeah. a test Target. run pretty much. Yeah. A, a small like um a portion of your target mm-hmm. where where you push like something. Sample. Yeah, sample. That's what I was looking for. Target sample. Um, you, you trial run on your target sample, and if it works, then you use that as your marketing campaign. Yeah. If it doesn't work, then you go back to the drawing board and find something that does. Yeah. Um, that way you're not wasting all your resources on right. a marketing plan that is inevitably going to flop. Um, I, I see a lot of social media, even political stuff as marketing yes like i maybe it's because i i majored in marketing last year in in school but i see so much marketing in it it's just like down to like political campaigns that's all marketing down to how 
the the president is portrayed on TV. Absolutely. And up till now, yeah. he's been completely protected and kept away from the media. And yeah. I said then, they're doing like image control by not getting them out in front of right. people. Then all of a sudden, a video like this comes out and blasted all over the internet of the president falling up the stairs right. three not once, not twice, but three times. Yeah. It's like. What are we marketing here? Right. What's what's the strategy yeah. here? All right. And and yeah, I mean even the words that are used whenever he's addressing people, you know, mm -hmm. they they've been picked for a reason. So yeah, there there's a bigger game being played here. You know, the scary thing is like, you know, what what is the end game for them? Well, look at the we talked about the shadow campaign right. and how everything down to how they responded to Trump's like yeah speeches how they responded or lack of response or lack of response to the um protests on january 6th right. everything was orchestrated and um, planned down to every little detail you don't think they're planning every oh, yeah. every appearance that is made by joe biden yeah you yep. don't think the first time if they wanted him to appear to be the strong leader that that he is they would have cut cameras immediately as soon as he stumbled once. They would have right. cut because they have that like ten, five second delay. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. If somebody swears, they can <laughs> edit that out. Yeah. But they didn't edit out um, <laughs> Biden falling up the stairs. Right. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Everything here. He's got. And again, they only have the one angle of it. You right. know how many news crews were there? They got one angle. That's it. Yeah. It yeah. Just doesn't make sense. And that well, that was their excuse they gave. About the whole microphone thing, they're like, hey, we got different angles of different shots. We can prove that he was there in front of the microphone right. because of these different angles. Then do it. No different angles from him falling right. up the stairs. How'd that happen? What, I mean, what are the odds right. there? Um, we're about out of time. We got a couple more minutes if you do want to call in. If anybody is still listening out there, um, this, again, has been one of our crazier conversations yeah. i and i don't even find it that crazy i don't Again, either <laughs> things yeah. don't blow my mind anymore yeah. um where do we go with this like i asked yeah. mark what what's our chance of getting out of this this matrix this digital right. matrix um aside from what we're doing now like right. you, you got to get the word out you got to tell you got to pound it not i mean i'm not saying argue with the unarguable because that's right. just wasted resources. Absolutely right. But find like-minded people or slightly like-minded people that yeah. have that stand a chance and have conversations mm -hmm. because that's the only way we wake people up. Yeah. And, or, you know, if you are crazy enough and intelligent enough to figure out how everything works, mm -hmm. you know, figure it out. Yeah. Get and, the word out. And get back to us and let us know. Exactly. <laughs> we will be reaching out to you. Um, do you got anything else to say? We might just get out of here then on that note. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's it. I think we've said it all. I mean, we've kind of covered everything Mark said, and then we've gone over all the other craziness that Biden had going on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there is an agenda with the image that's being portrayed of Biden right now in the media. I, right. I, I mean, I saw it before Mark came on and took us to crazy town and now I see it even more. It's yeah. just like nothing, right. nothing is an accident. No. No, and there's going to be a lot more of it. Yeah. So we'll see where this goes with Biden. We'll see um, if, I mean, maybe we're completely wrong. And because, I mean, how many people speculated that freaking Kim Jong-un was dead? Right. The media came out. Yeah. I'm sure um, the leaks that came out and said that from North Korea are dead now. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah. 
no appearance of him in forever, it was easy to speculate, hey, we think he's dead or sick or something. Right. Same thing's happening with Biden right now. Right. <laughs> Same conspiracy theorist yeah. with this whole microphone thing. I see um, that one bonkers conspiracy theory of them saying, well, he's either dead or he's sick. It's like, well, that sounds a lot like the whole Kim Jong-un thing. Right. And then he made his glorious appearance, and he's just like, guys, I'm not dead. I'm right. back, and I'm better than ever. Maybe something like that's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. He'd Maybe go out and do, like, you know, like Jack Palance and do, like, 50 push-ups on stage I, just to I, show everybody's healthy. I would like to see that. We're going to get out of here for this week. Again, check us out all over social media. Share us around. Um, if you are new to our show, go ba- back and check out some of our old stuff because... That's good. It's good. We've we've got a we've covered a lot of yeah. good stuff. And give us your opinion. I'm curious to see what people think about this whole new age of mysticism. Yeah. This dim age. I'm going to dig more into it. I am too. I would like to get um, this Vin Armani on our show. Maybe yeah. I'll reach out to Mark and try to get hooked up with Vin Armani to get him on our show. Dig a little bit deeper into crazy land. Um, yeah. That would be an interesting conversation. I'm all about the rabbit hole. Yeah, absolutely. So we will catch you all here on the weekend wrap up. Or back here live next Monday. We're going to plan for it to be back at a normal time, 7 uh, Central Standard Time, um, unless that changes, which I'll post all over and let you all know if that does change. Um, again, check us out on social media. Thumbs up, likes, shares, all that stuff's appreciated because we love you guys for it. Um, we'll check you later. Have a freaking awesome week. Peace. Goodbye. The Break the Bell Podcast is brought to you by you. So pat yourself on the back because without you, we would be talking to ourselves. A special thanks to our Patreon members, Remzo and Justin. A shout out to our sponsors, Goulash Media. On the run with Remzo W. Martinez Podcast and Banzot Media. If you'd like to help support us, visit patreon.com slash breakthebell or buy our garbage at breakthebell.bigcartel.com. Get back here next time and let us continue to invade your ear holes and as always, never stop talking.